What it do, what it do. Welcome to the episode of Max Square, a.k.a. Mac to Mac, a.k.a. the late night driveway conversation. It's your main, main man, Kobe Cove, a.k.a. Young Mac, a.k.a. Who else wants some of Hollywood Co? Who else wants some of Hollywood Co? And I'm joined again with my main man, my homeboy, big bro, little bro, little bro, big bro. My a.k.a. little daddy. You can have me. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's bottle service, Mac. You know what I'm saying? If y'all can see the vid, know I'm talking about. Know I'm talking about. I got <laughs> Mac with the brew. What it do? I don't care what you say. I'm Mr. Doucet. Know what I'm talking about. So, I'm like, uh, I, I go feed the floor today. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing this return of the Mac, man. It's Mac, man. AKA Stupid Mac Nupit. AKA uh, him over there. Um, yeah, but what's up, baby? What's up, Brody? Hey, I see, I see you got a whole fam situation over there today, my boy. Oh man, of course, man. See, I, I love was just, it, hey, we was just talking about this pre show, man. All you guys that be doing your podcast and all your little whatever, <laughs> y'all got your offices, got the jerseys hanging up with <laughs> the Bible heads and helmets and stuff, the bookcases. I ain't got none of that, man. This is real raw cut. My family in the background, my, my big head daughter over there. I don't know what's going on with her hair, but it's big. <laughs> And uh, I'm taking shots with my mother-in-law, so y'all gonna see. <laughs> this is how my family operates, baby. This, this is, is a beautiful this thing. Is, this is should be eventful, and I'm here for the event. How about that? Hey man, um, I do I do want to do something before we start, though. Go ahead, we, go ahead. I'm all ears. I want to. I know we waited to the last minute uh, after the last show to uh, give a shout out to what we wearing, but I want to give a shout out to what we wearing right now, man. Please tell man. the people what you wearing, man. Please show um, them the shirts and everything, man. All right, so the shirt is a, is a Sam and Davey joint. My boy Chris Blodgett, uh, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, little bro, a.k.a. Mr. Biggs. He uh, got a T-shirt deal, uh, company, really. Not just a deal, but a company, a, a clothing company. And he does stuff for girls, for guys. He has really cool stuff that tied to Houston, tied to Texas. If you're from Texas, if you're here in Texas, you should go check it out. It's stuff that, that relates to the Texans, the Astros, and also uh, that other team we got, man. It's kind of rebuilding right now, the Rock. And then the hat, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is Trill. If you're from Texas, you're from Houston, man. You really know about this Trill. Really from here to New Orleans, you know what that Trill all about. Um, uh, my sister did the hats for Bum B uh, some years ago. I think he got a different person doing his, his uh, merch now, but she did it. I got a hat back then. I'm still supporting the man. My Bella P on uh, Instagram, on Twitter, you can find her. She now got the food truck, the, the, the mobile, you know what I'm saying? And she did this. She did a few other things, but this and this is like family. So, man, y'all go support. For sure. Hey, you know me, I'm, I'm always repping the family. I got the ingenious, ingenious. And I got the goddamn. Hold on, let me, let me get my let me get my hat right. I got the rap a lot, fam. Shout out to the old man. Shout out to Drake yeah, Prince, Lil J. Yeah. Lil J just had a baby, man. Shout out to the to the big brothers and all them, man. I'm repping hey, rap a lot always, shout, man. Shout out to our B Star too, though, for the ingenious. Oh, for sure, for sure, for yeah, sure. Shout out B Star. He used to be yeah. with the with the cousins and all that type of good stuff. I don't want to yeah. know too much. I don't want. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Every man lives his own life. <laughs> well, yeah. Shout out to. Him. Shout yeah, out to rap a lot, man. Always holding man. down the family, man. Shout, shout out, out to all, all the homies. Um, look, uh, look, they go to first shots. We're gonna keep a, a counter on this today. We're gonna keep a counter on this. How about that? But yeah, so we um we gotta show love to the homies, man. A lot of a lot of love to rap a lot. They, they show a lot of love to the city. Uh they put on for the city, they look out for everybody from the city, stuff like that, man. Shout out to uh, 
all the homies, man. My, them, them, them boys that from Cypress that, that ran with Raphaelite and all man. those cats, man. Got love for all y'all, man. Much love. Shout out. Uh, Eldridge and West Luda York, baby. What they know about it? They think it's friendly out there, huh? Them good old days. Shout out to Face. Yeah. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out. If I don't say a name because I want to incriminate nobody, but everybody know who they is and what they did. And they 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 my dogs for life. Much love. So yeah, man, with that being said, with that being said, Make sure that y'all liking, subscribing, and leaving comments, uh, uh, following all our moves and things like that. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, it's going to be Squared Mac, but it's still Mac Squared uh, Podcast. You can find us on the Squared Mac. And then on uh, on Instagram, it's going to be Mac Squared Podcast. You can find us on both platforms. We're posting uh, content daily. Um Give a little short clips from the show, all that good stuff. Tell us what you like. Tell us somebody you want us to talk to. Tell us if you want to come on. We're willing to work with just about anybody. We love everybody. So if you tell us you want to come talk to us, we'll bring you in too. You can enjoy the fun with us as well, man. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at um Young Mac 1986, Y-O-U-N-G-M-A-C 1986, no underscore, nothing like that. Just Young Mac 1986. This is always a, like pulling a tooth right here. Where can we find you at back? <laughs> You know, I don't like answering the same questions over and over. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. I'm, I'm returning the Mac. Uh, the E and return is a three. The O and of is a zero, like 30, but O three. You feel me? Return of the Mac on IG <laughs> and on Twitter. I ain't really on the book face, but uh, yeah, my yeah, agent run the book face. I know the old people be on the book face. Yeah, yeah. That, that, um, that'd be the aunties and the uncles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to my aunties and my uncles on the book face. Hey, still, still playing solitaire on the split screen. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, post a TikTok video they to see their grandkid that sent them. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that'd be cracked up. Still playing Minesweeper. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Be All cheating. of them. Hey, look, talking about be cheating, holding them out, going over the little things, see if they see the little bomb pop up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They be cheating on it. They be cheating. Y'all ain't slick. Y'all ain't slick. Uh, yeah, but, but, no, man, but let me ahead. ask you, bro, how um, how you been? It's been a week. A few things have went down. The first round of the draft has went down. We're uh we're moving into the second round tonight. This is a uh, Friday. Uh, just for a timestamp for y'all, it's Friday. It's round two of the draft starts at about two and a half or so hours. Um, besides that, the Lakers didn't play some more games, the Nets didn't play some more games, KDD came back, you upset a few teams and locked in their spots on uh playoff spots for the playoffs. The playing game is pretty much kind of set, you know what I'm saying? We're getting kind of a lot of a lot of things going on, big dog. What's your take? Where you want to start today? You want to go basketball, you want to go football, you want to go media, where you want to go? It's a lot of talk. We can we can talk about. Anything right now, music, whatever right now. Uh, I think that we should start off with football since it's, it's the it's, it's the thing that's in the pot and it's hot. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think it's only right that we do that. But what I would want to do, I'd want to throw a curveball and let's talk about the other things going on around the draft before we really talk about the draft because the draft is still not complete. You know what I mean? So yeah, I really want to talk about the other news that's going on 
that's uh, actually kind of helping shape how teams draft and things like that and how uh, the direction of teams. You can actually see what people are trying to do if they're going into rebuild. They're trying to make a splash. They just waiting around still. But um, I really want to start off with the Aaron Rodgers news. That was really big, uh, especially during draft day. I think it was kind of weird how that news leaked or came out or they published that during that time because that's supposed to be for the young guys and the new guys coming in the league. And I feel like Aaron Rodgers kind of just stole the the spotlight on yesterday's uh, draft. Actually, um, J.C. Horn was drafted, and uh, that's Joe Horn's son. Joe Horn yeah. played for the Saints. He's famous for the – he grabbed the cell phone underneath the thing and picked it up. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> shout out to Joe Horn, man. He's a legend out there. But um, they actually uh, – they did the Rodgers um, little take during his uh, son's uh, pick. And he had really uh, had an issue with that. But I really don't – I mean, so shout-out to J.C. Horn. It's, it's a big uh, accomplishment for him getting drafted, especially top 10. Um, I didn't even know he was that – rated that high, but shout-out to him. But I really want to talk about this Aaron Rodgers news. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers actually putting his foot down? Like, you see in NBA all the time, and guys are like, yo, man, I want out. I'm done. He wants out. He finally put his foot down and said, man, I'm, I don't feel like I'm welcome here. What's your take on this? Um, It's, it's a – um. It's a tough take, bro. I can't lie. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one I'm going to make, but I think that uh, Aaron probably saw the right on the, raw, on the wall in this situation a long time ago. I mean, if you just want to be fair, this is kind of the same exact thing that happened to, to Brett before Brett left. He just getting the, the organization just showing you consistency pretty much at this point. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's a messed up deal because – I mean, we could we could get more into this conversation we talk, but like you can you can stand on either side of the the, the argument when it comes to if it's time to move on or not. But sure. it just it just feels as if though it feels as though Aaron was the only guy in the room that was sitting there thinking that he was gonna get the girl at the end of the night, and he really wasn't gonna get the girl at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody else, like like we kind of been telling you, bro, you might need to call an Uber or something. But he was like, no, 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 she gonna roll with me? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that, that's like that's that's a little bit of my take. Uh, I I I kind of don't feel bad for Aaron because I'm a I'm a Brett Favre guy. I love Brett. I'm like they did Brett so dirty that I don't feel bad for nobody afterwards because you seen it coming. You should have known it was coming. Don't think if somebody if somebody show their color, they showing you who they are. Like they're not gonna change for you. They just they just did something because they needed you then. But once they get through needing you, they gonna move on. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. And what I would say for my take is that. I forget who that coach that said it. They used to have like a famous course like commercial. It was like, they are who we thought they were or who they thought they are. Yeah, Yeah. that's pretty much who the Packers were. You said it. They're just being consistent. And so I think that you said like uh, Aaron Rodgers thought he was going to get the girl. But I feel like it's karma. Because I'm my mom's a big Brett Favre fan. The way he slung the ball. I'm not really a fan of his antics as of. Mm. post-retirement what Brett Favre does. I'm definitely a big fan of the way he threw the ball. Yeah, game, that he yeah. Took. yeah for sure. Don't really care about people's <clears throat> personal lives and things like yeah. that. But um, I just think that Aaron Rodgers really thought that, like, that came about with the Brett Favre situation. He stepped in and he was just like, yeah, whatever it happened, I'm here now. But yeah. I think he had that, that uh, idea that, oh, they wouldn't do that to me. And you can never be that so you can never be that sure in any type of situation. It's Ever. almost like it's almost like um you can get in your relationship with a girl the same, but they what the old people tell you the same way you get her is the same way you're gonna lose her. You know what I'm saying? So the same way you got the job be the same way you lose a job. You know what I'm saying? So that's just it's just karma. 
So yeah. I really don't feel bad for dude. I feel like it's great that he's putting his foot down. He's in the, the athletes are taking yeah. control of like their destiny and where they want to do. And finally speaking up instead of letting people just run all over them and X, Y, and Z. Because to be fair, they, uh, the Packers last 10 picks in the draft, right? Or the first round or something like that. I think it's the first round. Their last 10 picks in the first round. Nine of them have been defensive players. And the other pick has been the quarterback that was supposed to replace him. Jordan so even Hill. even last night, if they really wanted to be like, oh, we keeping we keeping uh Rogers or whatever in a wide receiver heavy draft, why wouldn't you pick up another weapon? I understand that you have needs and things like that, but at that moment, your need is Aaron Rodgers and to keep him happy. You need him happy. You know what I'm saying? That's the MVP from last season. So why wouldn't you pick up pick up an option like, hey man, listen, I know what we what we did in the past was we didn't really show you our commitment, but hey, look, we're drafting somebody to put give you some more arsenal. So you can further along your career here with us. You know what I'm saying? That was the perfect opportunity. And what did they do? Defense. Squandered away. So I, I really I don't, don't feel go I don't feel bad either. I don't feel bad either. And I agree with you. I, I just don't agree with how they're doing business uh with guys, of course, but I don't feel bad for a guy. If you come like if um if you come in as a rebound. Just because you're a good rebounder doesn't mean that you're really that guy, bro. You just were a good rebound. Right. I, I, I'm still the shot. I'm still the shot. Just you with the rebound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, she lived with the rebound, and you had a little success. But a lot of yeah. success is all the piggyback of what what uh, what Bretton was already doing. If you want to be real about it, how many years after Brett left did uh, – did Aaron win that championship? Was that like three or four years after, yeah. after Brett left? So it was like that team was already kind of put together, big dog. It yeah. wasn't like you went out there and built the team for you to win with. And then, like, and then my thing is, my only gripe is, and this is gonna this is gonna be where I kind of dig it up. Not really dig it, Aaron, but like some of the 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 Dylan's and how he handled that situation and how the comments he was making about Brett and just how he was going about things. Yeah. Now it makes me why I don't feel bad for you, bro, because you would you would you took a childish petty approach to defend the organization when it benefited you, but now it don't benefit you. So you upset and you don't want to go with it, but that's not, that, that don't make it, that don't make your cry any better. You feel me? Uh, right. Am I tripping? No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. He could have handled that in a whole different way. Like, man, I'm just going to do my job and what they do is what they do. But he was like being paid like, man, I was, I'm here, but he was cocky yeah. on draft night. He's been yeah. cocky all the time, but if we really want to go deep into Aaron Rodgers, a lot of his success has been real spread out. Let, let, let me just say it like that. He got like, I didn't want to put Matt Ryan in there, but like he got like Matt Ryan success where it, it come, then it go, it come, then it go, it come, then it go. Like it never, it's never like that consistent type thing. It's always like, oh, he there, but he not there. He there, but then he not there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like hey. he LeBron making it to the finals every year. He sometimes he don't even make the conference championship. Hey, not only do I agree with you, let me let me put another another <clears throat> another cog into this wheel. Uh, think about this, bro. Most of the moments we talk about him like winning games are for game winners, Hail Marys, things of that nature. If you're really like that dude in that team, you're not having to win games against teams that are under 500 with Hail Marys. You're winning games handily, and you, you like, you never, it wasn't as if though he ever just was, uh, yeah, he may have won the division. But if you go back and look at games and look at how he played and things like that, he was—he ain't never just really been. I'm not, and I, this is not to talk him down because he is an amazing quarterback. If he came to the Texans, primish, I'd love him. I I still love him. But I'm just just being on the opposite devil's advocate now, on the opposite side of the table because, bro, you, you put yourself in this position, and if you sure. go out, you go out and win another championship or get your team to another just just to another championship. Period. At least Brett went to two. 
Brett went to two there. You only took a team to one. And the thing was, it took all the cards lining up for you to win the one you won. You know what I mean? So it's like, bro, I, I people like to discredit while Aaron was doing his thing, Brett Favre. But Brett Favre did a lot while he was in Green Bay. Absolutely. And, and, and I mean, like, like a he, lot of records. Yeah. And like he really he really put the flag down and was like he was Green Bay. You know what I'm saying? So I hate I hate how. It's going for Aaron business-wise because it's going to affect other athletes that come down that path. They're going to go through the same situation he's going through. But at the same time, I don't feel bad for him because, bro, you put yourself in this predicament. Ain't nobody tell you to do any of what you're doing. You signed a deal with your last two years one guaranteed money. That was you, bro. You know right. what I'm saying? And and then you shitted on others, whether you flat out did it flat out. And I'm not saying you flat out came out and said far this, that, or third, but just how you handled your business. It, it left you to be uh, in, uh, in, a, in a place of vulnerability once you got put in a position because ain't nobody going to feel bad for you. Facts. Where, where, and with that said, where do you think possibly if he was to get moved, where would he land? Or what would be the best fit for him? And I'll, and I'll tell you my pick off the, off the rip. I would think Atlanta would be the best spot for him. I wouldn't say Atlanta, though. I, I, but that would be a good fit. I think uh, what I heard, um, I heard, but this is what I heard the first Offer was the first offer that came in and they turned down was the third round, the uh, number three overall pick, Jimmy Garoppolo, and any uh any other two picks they wanted, like players and player pick combo they wanted from the 49ers. The 49ers willing to give it up for Aaron Rodgers, and the 49ers turned it down. And that's why Brett, not Brett, that's why Aaron went public because he heard about this and was like, he was pissed. Like, that's why everything went public because he was like, what the fuck? Like, like, what the fuck, bro? Like. I want to leave. They want me. You can go yeah. get another quarterback. And, what the fuck? I don't feel bad for that guy. I don't um, feel bad at all. And other quarterback news, Teddy Bridgewater um, actually got signed and picked up by the Broncos or traded to the Broncos. Um, so now it would be um, with the whole thing, it'll be him versus Drew Locke in the backfield uh, trying to, I guess it would be a little bit uh, quarterback competition. I know the Broncos really love Drew Locke, but he th- turns the ball over a lot. I'm actually very high on Drew Locke. I really don't know why, but I just think that he has incredible – potential um what, what do you how do you see that situation playing out who do you think is going to win that starting job every time i hear drew lock name that's all i see that boy uh <laughs> remember when he's at mizzou they play ut and uh not charlie strong what's my boy tom herman hit that boy with that at the, at the ut went up on a big hit yeah. him with a little dance all i think about i think of drew lock <laughs> but, but i think this is the battle of the who can hold your team down till you find a franchise quarterback battle bro like this isn't this yeah. is the, this is the battle of the bastards. There isn't John Snow and uh and, and, and Ramsey. You know what I'm saying? This is this isn't the good battle of the bastards. This is the one we like. Whoever loses, we all lose. <laughs> you say that, but like they, they, wins, pa- we all lose. they passed on Drew. Lock, I mean, on Mac Jones though. I, I don't know why either. I don't understand, but I know I do get why because they've taken some guys. We got a low key call a spade a spade. They take some guys that haven't panned out. Whether it be Brock, whether it be the kid from Memphis. Uh, and the other guy they took, uh, the Texan mm. one or two. That, like they, 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 they took got all those guys that never passed. Paxton out. Lynch, yeah. Brock Oswald. Yeah, they saying. got so many guys that just Tim stuck. Tebow didn't even sizzle. Yeah. Hey, Tim Tebow was pretty good for them though, man. Oh yeah. He won, he won a playoff game. He won I a playoff agree. game. I agree. Um, against and, the poor and 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 hurt and beat up Steelers, but yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey man, that was an incredible play though. And in the same play. in the same news, as kind of a uh, reference to that. The Panthers actually picked up Sam Darnold's eighteen point. Eight million option for 2022. I don't like this move. I don't either. But I understand why you make it. You got to. You traded for him. You brought him in. You got to at least pay him this year. Give him a chance to fight for a job this year. You, we don't. Hey, I'm telling you, bro. We don't know just how good Sam Donald really is, bro. Like until 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 you you think so? 
He is. He's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna think he's okay. So this this is my thing with him. You you're gonna you want to uh, evaluate him, but you're gonna put him in the NFC South. You're not gonna get a good gauge still because you're gonna get beat up in the South. Hey, but think about this. Hold on. So you you think it's small potatoes? Think about this, bro. You, you he is a small game. potato. Oh, I can't on, be big with on, him. Bro, hold on. <laughs> hold on, bro. Damn, you tough on that dude. I should think about this. What I'm saying is, is he um so he goes to, to the NFC South. Y'all DB you out there. I ain't gonna lie, y'all got some tough, y'all gotta be tough DBs because y'all got mean wide receivers there. Mm-hmm. Uh he goes there, he's unable to do anything there. In a situation where he, you're not paying a lot for him. 18, 18 million isn't a lot for a starting quarterback in the NFL right now. So you're not overpaying for him. You're going to see what he can do for one year. And really, you're hoping you can really have a guy you draft maybe tonight or you can get in later round. They could be the guy at some point. Yeah, right or wrong? Tough, yeah, I'm just I guess saying. so. I'm just, I'm just not a big fan of his, man. Like, even when he was healthy, he really didn't do much. So I agree, I agree bro. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, is that – like you get him right now for the low, and if he pans out, then you pay him a little change. But if he don't, you have him on. You got him on the leash. You, you can yeah. keep him. You got him on the leash. Yeah, I just, I just definitely don't want to see him get Kirk Cousins money. Um, Antonio Brown resigns. Yeah, <laughs> Antonio Brown resigns with the uh, the Buccaneers for one year. Um, they return all twenty two Super Bowl starters. This is the first time ever this has happened in the Super Bowl era. Um, how do you like this pickup? Is it is it a good uh, continued? Um, Continuing with the success they had last year, is this a good thing for the Bucks? Is it a good thing for Antonio Brown? Or do you see this him being Antonio Brown at some point? I think this is a uh I think this is a good good little move for him. He wasn't gonna get no long-term bread nowhere. Nobody, he's, he's long in the two. Uh he's not a number one receiver no more. He, he's battling number three at this point, to be fair. He's, he's he's more of like a he's more of a gadget guy now. He comes out there and does all the little things for them to make up for any major little things that can't be done. But I, I don't I don't think that I don't think him getting signed changes anything. I don't think it changed anything in the first place. You, you say that. that you say that, but like he actually led the team in targets for like the past like five weeks and yeah. into the playoffs. Like they really caught a groove with him. Hey, because Brady's his guy. Brady his guy. Brady, yeah. Brady loves him as a as a target because they had that continuity from uh the, the Patriots. Yeah, yeah but I think I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna say something. This might sound crazy. I think either Evans or God was about to have an unbelievable season. One of those two is going to figure it out with him over this summer, and it's going it's going to be dynamic. One of them is going to be the next like Randy Moss s type player for him. Watch. I, I that's just my personal opinion. I know you hope it don't happen, but them two guys are flyers. And if he can at least if he can at least get thirty yards out there, they can go get it. They can make great things happen. I just don't think I don't know if Tom can still throw the ball thirty yards with accuracy. To be fair, I mean, I, I'm. <clears throat> I've been in NFC South for a minute, so for a very long time. So I've seen these guys, Mike Evans and Godwin, both get a thousand yards yeah, in one season amazing. with Winston, yeah. with our quarterback yeah. now. So it's not it's not really putting the bar very high for them. Their potential is there; they can do that. And if you're talking about Randy Moss S, that's definitely Mike Evans. The guys from Galveston, Super. Texas, uh, Galveston Ball High School, played yeah. basketball, played football, freak athlete, played with Money Manziel at Texas A&M. The guy is a is a freak. Chris hey. Godwin took a pay cut or got the uh, franchise tag. He wasn't even tripping, but yeah. he is damn good. But the both with, with the, the thing with both of them is health. They get the little knickknack injuries here and there. And uh, Mike Evans <laughs> is really Marshawn Lattimore's son, just to let you know. 
He'd be doing all that. He'd be doing all that. He'd be getting all them stats everywhere else. Then he played the Saints. Boy, be on that hush hush. Come on, bro. He'd be, Chill, bro. He'd be <laughs> that boy be hey. Mike Evans. Mike Evans way bigger than him. Marshawn about my height. He'd be sunning that boy. Don't throw the ball this way, nah, bro. Don't throw nah, the ball this bro. way. Marshawn, Marshawn, good to hold one person all season. That's what I'm saying, Mike Evans. Yeah, one person all season. <laughs> That's his bro. job. We played them three times a year. I mean, two, it, three times a year. So. And anytime they bought that life, what do I do? What he, you know hey, what you listen, did. Yeah, listen, he's due for <laughs> terrible pass interference, one per half. All right, one per half, and it's usually towards the end of the half and the end of the game. That's that's Marshawn Lattimore. But all throughout the else game, he oh, he's solid. Yeah, he's solid. Oh, that's that Ohio State shit. But that's um, why you let Jenkins go. So yeah, yeah. We are gonna see what happens, man. Um, Tim Tebow, this guy does not quit, man. I I, uh, I praise him for being so relentless on his pursuit of happiness and being a professional athlete. Um, God really guides him, man. I'm, I'm not saying that as as a slight. Maybe I am. Who cares? Um, Tim Tebow <laughs> works out with the Jaguars as tight end. You know, <laughs> it's loud, man. Hey, he, he said out. that, not me. He said that. Hey, me, hey God, he playing favorites. Me and him be cool, all right? We, um, hey, we cool, we cool. Yeah, He worked out as a tight end because, you know, Urban Meyer is now the coach there. You know, him and Urban Meyer has a, a great connection. Um, he allowed him to work out as a tight end. He only played three seasons in the league for the Broncos, the Jets, kind of with the Pats, kind of with the Eagles, but those really didn't work out. Um, how do you see this playing out, or what's your take on Tebow working out for the Jaguars? <laughs> oh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> there's like so many young uh qualified tight ends that walk in the streets, bro. That's that privilege, bro. That's that privilege, man. Hey man, but you know what though? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, I don't even want I don't even want to give Tebow no love right here, right now. I ain't gonna even lie to you. Hey, hey, quiet as kept, bro. Y'all had a solid little pickup in the first round. Hey, hold on, man. Hold on, man. I'm going back saying I'm going back saying. Okay, well, before we get there, before we get there, before right, we get cool. there. Sorry, yeah, Tebow. Yeah, Tebow, I hope you make the roster, man. But you, you I, don't I hope so too. But you don't I hope deserve so it. Too. I you hope don't so, deserve I it, but I hope you make too. it. Uh Patrick Peterson, actually speaking of um New Orleans and Louisiana. Patrick Peterson is actually going to take advantage of the new um, jersey rule change. He's going to wear number seven on the Vikings. If you know about, like, I think we spoke about it um, yeah, on the last show last about special week, numbers yeah. for special schools. I mean, for certain schools, number seven is big for LSU. He's going to wear it with the Vikings. I like it because it's uh, actually like that purple and yellow kind of purple and goldish kind of mm-hmm. thing they got going on. I think that's pretty dope, man. You, uh, do you uh, see more people making this move? Yes. You know, um, what's my boy? Uh Shaq Lawson. He's going to wear he's wearing number six. Uh he's gonna wear number six. He's going back to his college number. So it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a bunch of dudes going back to them old numbers, man. I I, ooh, I, I hope I, I hope Odell go back. I hope Odell go back to wearing number three. That boy called number three, man. He he used to wear number three in uh in college, man. He I want I want Jarvis to take his uh college number back too. Then I need Jarvis to take his college number back too. Then, bro, what was Jarvis? Was Jarvis what? One Jarvis like an eighty something? No, no, I'm thinking uh, what's the other guy that was there? Randall. Nah, I think Jarvis was eight or what five was, or. What was uh? What's my boy that was uh that came out like right before them? Randall. He went to the Steelers for a little bit. I want to say. Oh, you talking about uh. Not ooh, not Randall L. 
It wasn't Randall L. No, no, I know you're talking about man. This gonna, that's gonna bother me. I'll get back to you next show with that one because yeah. that's definitely gonna eat at me. <laughs> Anyways, let, let's get into this, oh, uh, this. You know what? He played for the Giants. He was drafted by the Giants. I, it's gonna bother me, man. I'm not gonna be able to I, remember his name. I, I, you good, you good, you good. Let's get to this draft, though, man. Uh, as predicted, Trevor Lawrence went number one to the Jaguars. Uh, I don't even know why they took up the whole ten minutes watching the draft. They was just taking up time, just letting t- the clock uh, tick down. But um, that's what Urban Meyer came there for, man. So we, I mean, of course, you weren't surprised, I'm sure, right? About this, by this take. Okay, cool. Um, with the second pick, Zach Wilson was taken by the Jets. Um. I, I don't really – I don't see the hype on this guy, man. I, I just don't – I see another Sam Darnold situation. But um, I, I don't – I don't. Uh, I, think he's a, I think he's like a smidget more athletic, like a smidget. You know, oh, like, it, like, that's not hard to do. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. That's not hard. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you, know, you know, the attributes on Madden when you send your guy up and uh, the, your guy's like a, a, a 82, you're like, hey, I'm going to just bum up a little bit. You bum the 84, he's the 84. He's like, eh. Yeah, he might get his hips get loose a little every now and again. He can make a spin move or something. I, I still see the Jets coming in last. I think they're gonna have uh, growing pains, but I don't think that he's better than the two guys that came after him or even the three. I put Mac Jones as well, but we're gonna see how that plays out. That's yet to be seen. I might say we have to see how it plays out and see what they do with other picks because they still don't have no talent. They ain't got no, they ain't got no talent. Who are he throwing to? They actually picked up an offensive lineman to protect him, which I think is kind of cool that they show commitment to 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 him. Is Le'Veon coming him. back? Le'Veon? Uh, oh, he's gone. Le'Veon. Big he gone. plays for the Chiefs, baby. He plays for the Chiefs. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm really he was, in a, he was in the Super Bowl, baby. Uh, hey, 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 here you go. <laughs> hey, here you go. There goes my help for him right there. Uh, Frank Gore is the running back, I believe. I still fuck with Frank, though, so Frank could give you some yards still. The you <laughs> that, that tree oh five, that tree oh five, that tree oh five. Uh, Trey Lance actually went to the uh 49ers at third. How, did you like this pick? Were you surprised? I was actually happy they didn't t- pick Mac Jones. Hey, I like it, but this is like Kaepernick 2.0. It worked for them though, it did work for them, but it just, it just. Yeah, one time um, cap, bro. One time okay. cap. But I, hey, I, 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 I like the pick. It was a great pickup for them because he's athletic enough to where he, if the play breaks down, he can run and go get you something. But he has a good enough arm to sit in the pocket and throw that ball around the field. So I think it's, I think it's actually an amazing pickup. Don't let my jokes and and me. I, this isn't a joke, but like, don't let, let me joke in. Sad. Yeah. I like the pick. It was a good pickup. It was a good pickup. For but sure. I, I, I wish they had just treated my boy Cap a little bit better on the way out than what they did. That makes Amen. sense. Amen. The fourth pick with the Atlanta Falcons, they selected Kyle Pitts. Your take on this one? I call that pick if you remember. I said yeah. if, if he makes it to four, he's gonna go. He's gonna go to the uh, Falcons because they they want another receiver, which is dumb. But I think they should have went O line or quarterback. Left to right, a, a, a receiving tight end doesn't help them any more than what they already have three receivers that are nice already there. What are you bringing in a tight end for a quarterback? And then you got you got to need a running back, brother. You you could have used Najee Harris. I think that they just showed their commitment to Matt Ryan. But why? That's that's what I was getting at. I don't understand why <laughs> they showed the commitment to him, but they did. They went all in with Matt Ryan again, and I, I think they were like, okay, well, if this fails, well, we got next year. 
to draft yeah. another quarterback. But like you could have had Justin Fields and weapons still. Like now you're not now you don't have to shop Julio. You don't have to. What if Julio gets disgruntled? What, what if he forces Girl, his way out? There's already talks that Julio wants out. He's asking to be traded out of the out from from the organization. So again, just like the Packers, they could have made a move to make him stay. Or yeah. maybe he doesn't want to be with the rebuild process, but who knows? I think this was not a good pick. I think that Kyle Pitts is unique and that he has crazy potential, but I wouldn't have took him at four. I wouldn't have took him either. I wouldn't have took him, I wouldn't have took him at fourth at their spot. Now, if I'm taking a fourth and I'm uh, the Bengals and I didn't get Jamar Chasing, and Jamar Chasing already gone, then yeah, I might take Kyle Pitts because I can use a tight end. That serves with tight end, even though I think they still have a tight end, a decent there, but just he's the, the best available receiver at the time, uh, right? Quote unquote. But uh, I gotta say this though, bro, because I, I, I know you, I know you peeped this out. There were three wide receivers from the SEC selected in the first round, all three uh, wide receivers went back to former like teammates, pretty much. Yep. That was pretty dope, though, wasn't it? That was yeah. very dope, man. Jamar goes joins uh, Joe Burrow. Yep. Uh, Waddle goes join uh, Tua. Yep. And then you have Smith going join Hurts, man. That's amazing, bro. SEC take it over, bro. I was just hating Absolutely. when you go. Oh, Absolutely. And I, think th- and I think that <laughs> <laughs> and I think that Cincinnati actually had bigger needs like at offensive line to protect Joe Burrow. But I think that you couldn't pass up on that type of tandem, especially with A.J. Green gone and the potential that – Joe Burrow show when he was throwing yeah. the ball and he was yeah. upright. Oh, you can't you, you can't take that away because they still have to play the Browns, yep. the Steelers, and the Ravens. And, the Ravens. and that's you, a lot of high powered offense. But you know though, that move was a that was a Joe. This is your team move. That was oh, what that sure. move. Was. That move is a bro. We're all in on you. So whatever you saying you want to do, we want to do. If you want to, if you want us to go draft the next three, whatever, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to win for us, we're going to buy into selling, building a team for you and not just uh, saying we're building a team for you, but we're literally going to build this team for you. And I think he showed them that he's worthy of it, to be fair. He was the first pick, so they better. Yeah. They at least got to give him his five-year window, man. How do you feel about how the wide receivers uh, came out? Do you, do you think they went once you through the right way? Do you think um, – do you think – do you think – who you think went to the best situation – what do you, how do you feel about that situation when you break it down, those three guys? I think they all went to good situations. Let me say that first. I think all three, I think Jamar with Joe, I think them all going back to familiar quarterbacks that they can grow together with, that's yeah. that's awesome. Because sometimes it's not about getting that high pick, getting high, getting more money. It's about fit. Yep. And I think those three fit those systems. Now, I was very surprised that Jalen Waddle went before Devontae Smith. Big surprise. Now, but- I wasn't... Go I think ahead. it worked out for the best. Absolutely. Because Devontae is in a position where he can be number one receiver. Devontae Parker is there in Miami. I understand. And you can't pass up on that Tyree type of yeah. speed, type of threat. I understand that. But as the Heisman winner, as being the best player in college football, you would think that, especially at his position, he would go first. But Jamar Chase obviously didn't play, and Jamar Chase was far better than him a year ago. And um, I, I, I think it, the cards fell, the dominoes fell where they were supposed to for all three players. And I think they're all in a good situation, and that's yet to be seen, so they can grow. But um, I, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. I, I think all the guys fell out, and uh, not fell out, but they fell to the perfect situation to them. I think that Jamar can become the number one guy. Uh, he is the number one receiver. 
and be that guy for the Bengals and be that a blanket for uh, Joe and get Joe. Hey, I know my boy's gonna be open, kind of like uh, Deshaun was with, with Hop for a long time. I know my dog open. If I if I can't count on none of y'all to show up, I know he open. I know I know I can get him. Yeah, I, at least if I put him in one on ones, I'm good. Same thing can be said for Waddle. I think Waddle's in a good position because he doesn't have to be the number one flat out flat out there. He has a little bit of help on the other side. Um, and I, I believe they have a good, a, a pretty decent tight end. I believe. I think uh, the guy from uh, Walker's there from uh, Tennessee that was at Tennessee, but he plays for them now. Is a solid. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I have to look that up. But I think Walker's still in, uh, for in where Miami. Miami. For Miami. I thought Gasecki was there. It might be to say, but I thought Mike Gasecki. I, I thought it was uh, Walker. No, I don't know, man. Well, it might, I, it might be. I, I want to go. I want to say. T. Higgins is in Cincinnati. T. Higgins oh, had a damn good oh, yeah. rookie year. Oh, yeah, T. Higgins yeah, is, is yeah. right now, he's above Jamar Chase. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. Jamar Chase is going to have to earn his key because T. Higgins balled the hell out with Joe Burrow. I if Joe Burrow went out, that's when T. Higgins, I mean, he ain't had no right to throw him the ball. But he was damn good last but, year, bro. What I mean by that is, what I mean by that is, is uh, when, when Deshaun got the, t- well, he didn't get any time on Andre, really, but when he got to be the guy, that comfort blanket, that his comfort was going to hop. That was a lot of his issue too, though. He would throw the hop when it'd be guys open on the other side, because he knew hop was gonna go get it. And how I see, I'm not saying T. Higgins that dude. There's no arguing that at all. But say Jamar is a different. We just ain't seen him in a while. But the dude is. Hey, I'm pretty sure if he plays, LSU probably win four games just off of him on on GP. Like that's how nice this dude is. And that's not that's not taking any slight from anybody. I just think with his uh, his talent skill set, I think he has a chance to go in and, t- and uh, get burned, get major Absolutely. burned. Absolutely. I think one of the um, the biggest plays of the draft was this next pick, and that was Chicago Bears trading up, not allowing for the same mistake to happen twice under their watch. And I mean, I'm going back to Deshaun Watson, Mitchell Trubisky, and Patrick Mahomes in the same draft. And you say those three guys in the same sentence, one of them don't belong. And that name is Mitchell Trubisky, and he's the one that went first, and that's that's who the Chicago Bears chose. I am happy that they moved up and wanted to right their wrongs, and they chose Justin Fields. I think this is the steal of the first round. Book it. I agree, a hundred percent agree. They got their like, quarterback, man. Like, hey, like, um, I will say this: uh, going eleven two, that's perfect for him. That's yeah, perfect. that's perfect. Uh, Andy Dalton will be there to start the season out. But it's gonna be, uh, what's my guy? It's gonna be like T.J. Yates with, with the Texans. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You you may get the first half beat, dog, but if you ain't balling. Oh, coach gonna come calling. I'm gonna yeah. show up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> people, people forget uh Deshaun's rookie year, he only played really six games. You know what I'm saying? He played a half of a game, played six games. He went three and three when he played. Uh, but he came in second half of the first game and he never gave his spot back. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't even a question when he came in, the, the whole team just lit up. It was Baker Mayfield S. I, oh, that I was. I ain't gonna lie to you. I got another take football esque after after we start talk, after we stop talking uh, draft about the about the Browns and how I feel about the Browns. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like Fields is gonna come do the same thing, and then in that division, it could all if Aaron Rodgers leave, bro. That division is wide open. Like it, oh, we can't say for sure that the Lions are gonna win with golf. We can't say for sure that Minnesota is just gonna be a lot because Kirk Cousins will Kirk Cousins. He will find a way to Kirk Cousins. Like that defense dude, sucks. Oh my god. 
Oh my god, oh, we'll get into that too. And then uh uh then the same thing, Green Bay is gonna be rebuilding because if, if Aaron's not there, I think even with Aaron there, the, the Bears just needed a quarterback that was competent enough to steal the ship and score enough points just to stay in the game because they're gonna do enough on defense. If you can just score enough points to stay in the game, they'll get the stop. Right. So yeah, that's my take on 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 Fields. I think it was a great pick up. I think it was a great pick. And to piggyback on what we said last week, we both said the best case scenario for him was to slip. Yep. If he wasn't going to be taken in that that first, second, or third, well, he wasn't going first. If he didn't get taken second or third or fourth, it was to keep on slipping. Keep slipping, keep slipping, keep slipping, because then he's going to go to a team that's more ready. Now he's going to a team that has a defense. So they're going to get him the ball back. So he's going to get a lot of chances to like to make something happen. I will say something funny I saw on Twitter. So, you know, when on Toy Story, when Woody, I think it's Toy Story 2, when he get uh, he go to the um, the chicken dude, catch him. Right. Yeah. And he got the Andy at the bottom of his boot and uh, the dude paint over it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the uh, Bears new death chart. <laughs> <What's Damn. this> <laughs> I ain't took any name <laughs> off the depth chart, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but look, look, Andy... <laughs> look, Andy Dalton gonna have a he gonna start, bro. But he's oh, he like, gonna, like, start. He, yeah. he gonna he start. start. He gonna start. But Andy Dalton gonna be Andy Dalton, bro. He, oh yeah. He oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> two weeks, two weeks more, bro. Two weeks. Hey, two I weeks. gotta tag you in this shit. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know his Woody face in the background, like <laughs> look at dumb as shit. Look at dumb, nigga. Yo, that's just funny. My bad. Oh anyway. my god. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so then the Cowboys actually did something right, man. They got the uh the 12th pick. They actually traded back, which is uh surprising because you know Jerry's thank like, you, Jerry, bro, for yeah. finally doing something right. Yeah, he he never does things like that, but he traded back and actually got he actually drafted the right way. He got Michael Parsons from um from Penn State, actually wore the uh, the great Penn State number, number eleven. Mm-hmm. And um he he's gonna anchor that that defense and they need help on defense, especially after the news that Sean Lee is retiring. I, I like this move, and I'm he's not a, a Cowboys fan, but I like this move. Yeah, he's an upgraded Jalen Smith, and that's saying a lot. Damn. Yeah, but Jalen Smith is going to have a better year because they're going to put him in a, in a, a different formation, a, de- a defensive formation, because that formation they had him in last year did not help any of those guys. But you just got to stay healthy, though. You just got to stay healthy, too. Yeah. You, gotta, you know, another guy that slipped to the pretty much the perfect place. This is another good pick. Uh, Mac Jones slipped all the way to New England at number 15. I think this is a good pick for them. You know, this is the same type of Tom Brady slow foot. You don't need him to run much. But the guy is a good game manager. He's um he can um ball security, manage the game, and uh put you in a position to win. And that's all Bill Budget Bill, Bill that's all Bill Belichick needs. Hey, what 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 Bill did with that is trying to get Edelman to come back. Like, hey, we're gonna get the timing rights back. We're gonna get the timing routes back. Just come on back home. Just come on, come on, don't leave us. We're gonna get the timing routes. We're gonna get Cam up out of here. That's what they told me about. That's what that move told me, bro. Like, they're gonna go back to playing their game. It ain't like they they want to go. Don't get me wrong. The short ball works when it when it with Tom. The timing routes and all of that shit work. But I don't think uh I don't think Matt gonna be the dude in the AFC East for long. The AFC East got tough, bro. The Bills are amazing. You know what I'm saying? The Jets are the bottom feeders, and they they're not gonna be bottom feeders forever. And then shit, uh the, the Bills are amazing in, in Miami. Miami's tough, bro. You 
I don't know. I just feel like uh, the Patriots about to hit they they slump of like how the Cowboys went. All those teams go when you go from winning every year to you may win every now and again. You know what I'm saying? You get to the playoffs every few years or whatever, and you're now on top of the division. Like you can't. You, it's hard to keep that continuity forever, especially when guys are starting to leave. And then how 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 your regiment is? It was making guys believe that the guy at the top of the mountain believed what I was preaching, but now he's gone and he's winning somewhere else. So your story doesn't sound as good anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah, but that's that's sports history, man. That's that's the sports world. That's sports yeah. life. That's You have a look, very short uh, shelf life, man. That's for teams as well as players. And look, so, look, at, look at the Bulls. Look at the Bulls, bro. Look at the Bulls. Like, man. Lakers, Spurs. But they all only, tried, man. My only difference with, with those teams are, are they in such large markets so they're always going to at some point get back to the title. But teams that are in small markets, if you don't end up with a Tom Brady, if you don't end up with a Michael Jordan, uh, not saying that Chicago is a super small market, but it's not L.A., it's not New York. You know what I'm saying? Those places are hot spots. You know what I'm saying? Like super-duper hot spots. And, like, uh, Boston, look at Boston. Boston's good, bro, but, like, they're not overly marketable good. But when they were amazingly, like, championship every year good, we seen them all the time on TV because they were just they were winning so much. And when you stay in a smaller place, but you're not winning as much, you don't get on TV as much. So like OKC, OKC when Durant all of them were there, it was on. And like what what New England's got to learn is is now you ain't a top market place. People don't want to just watch y'all because y'all in New England. We didn't watch New yeah. England. We were rooting against Tom. So y'all might not be in the, the grace of TV people trying to make sure that y'all on TV anymore. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the, the league that moved on from you, bro. It's, it's a new darling. And if you can get lucky to get your Tom Brady or something like that, you got to ride that horse all the way until the, the wheels fall off. Or that Absolutely. wagon. Ride that Absolutely. Wagon. I definitely agree. Um, this next guy that I'm, I mean, I'm not going to order anymore. I just got a few uh, more people that I want to touch on. Um, this next guy, this next pick by this team, uh, this is actually my second team. It's my mom's team. Um, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They actually took Najee Harris, and that's what they needed. They were last in, um, in rushing uh, yards. Russian touchdown, yards per yard. I mean, attempt yards per attempt. Yeah. And then James kind of left and went to Arizona. And so they had a big void. And then they this is the first, this is the first running back off the board. They took Najee Harris. And I really like this. I like it so much. I actually will put my chips in and say that he could, if they stop giving it to quarterbacks, he could win offensive rookie of the year. Agreed. He he's he's exactly what the doctor ordered. I won't say he he's a as physical. He's a little bit. He's a physical runner. He's not Derrick Henry physical. But oh, no, he's a physical runner, but he gives you a little bit of everything. And I think he's a perfect fit there. If he didn't go there, to be fair, I I, I don't know who else they could have took. Even if they took uh, uh, Etienne. Etienne. Yeah. Yeah. They took him. I don't think he'd have been a good a good av, as fit there as Najee. Najee was the perfect. He, he seemed like he seemed like a Pittsburgh guy to me. I like it because he's more if – you, if you're talking about Etienne and Najee Harris, Najee Harris is more of the, the power back three down. If the Pittsburgh – more of – he can fit that AF, the AFC North, right? That's what it is, AFC North type of yeah. football. And then Etienne is more of the – what is that? The AFC South type of football. Scat that, back, that, that, that scat yeah. back, spread the field. Except for Derrick Henry. I mean, he's just a special breed. But yeah. but all those Jonathan Taylors in that in that division, you you had um who who you got at the Texans? Uh, Texans is David Johnson. David Johnson, but he can catch the ball a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more spread. 
But yeah. I think Najee Harris brings that 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 black and gold, black and yellow yeah. toughness type thing. You know what I'm saying? Lunch the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think he just fits the mold. And then speaking of Tyrus Etienne, that's another guy that hooked up with his college quarterback. Yeah, he did. Same draft. And I think that was brilliant by Urban Meyer and that whole Jaguars. Look at the Jaguars doing something good for once. They actually got a, a, a good tandem. And remember, last time they had a good tandem, they actually weren't too bad. My good tandem that I, I remember from them is Byron Leftwich and uh, Jones Drew. I really like Remember, that's way Damn. back, way back. That was last time they were relevant, though. Yeah. Besides the Ramsey thing, and that was very short-lived. That was one season. Yeah, so but that when they had Byron Leftwich and Jones Drew, people were like, Man, I gotta face a little midget running back and playing big Byron Leftwich, man. That was a tough man. team, man. The bowling ball, bro. The bowling ball. He just he run was, through run through boys. Ooh. Man, that was that was a tough team. So I think that I like what they're doing. They're gonna bring in those those two guys, let them grow together. They're they're trying, they know they're gonna rebuild, man. They know they're they're probably not gonna win the freaking uh, AFC South. That's going to be the Titans division, or and the Colts going to be battling it. I hate to say that, but that's what it's going to be. No, but they can true. at least they can yeah. at least go toe to toe with the Texans, and that's a, that's not saying that's not nothing bad because the Texans yeah. actually have signed some good people, and Texans always compete. I don't care what you say, you can say whatever you want about the people higher up, but their players are always compete, man. The players have always competed. You don't think so? No, they, they got to, bro. I mean, you're professional, bro. End of the day, you're professional. They're gonna go out and compete. Don't mind me making my face. You know, I'm just upset. I'm a bitter fan right now. I, I get it. Uh, I would. Speaking of which, away. speaking of which, I would talk about the Texas pick, but yeah, we uh, we, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we got a pick tonight. Got no pick. <laughs> we, we got a pick tonight. Y'all had to wait a whole day. Y'all, all y'all fans didn't even watch the draft yesterday. Y'all just got on ESPN this morning and just checked the draft tracker, huh? <laughs> anyways, anyways, I, I'm no, in the same hey, boat. Hey, I will say this because you, I know you. I, I'm gonna take your thunder from you for this one. Goddamn, I like the Saints pickup because they took that boy from Houston at that, that uh that DN. That, that that's gonna be a problem. You shaking your head? You didn't want him? Who you no, I didn't want him, man. I didn't want that fool. Who you wanted then? I wanted Terrence Marshall Jr. from LSU, or I wanted Elijah Moore from Mrs. Ole Miss. That's what I wanted. I now, wanted more now, weapons. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know how Elijah Moore made it through the first round and not not, not picked up at all by anybody. He's gonna be the first pick today. He's gonna be the first pick. Him and Terrence Marshall not gonna be waiting long. They're gonna be gone by six o'clock. Terrence Marshall's gonna be gone dumb early. They're gonna be gone before most people get home from traffic, bro. I promise hey. to God. They're gonna be like, damn, I didn't miss Terrence Marshall outfit. I didn't miss Elijah Moore chain. They're going to be gone. Dog. Hey, somebody posted on Twitter that, uh, that what's called, um, that CD Lamb again last night. That shit had me dying laughing, dog. Dying laughing, bro. She really, or, she really played herself. She really played herself. What did she? Or, and don't forget the other uh, chick that posed with CD Lamb. And then the following year, she posed with Trey Young. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> they for everybody, bro. They that girl everybody. had a full court trap. On a Saturday in Houston, Texas, <laughs> in front of Jim Hicks, <laughs> a bunch of scouts. She had the full court trap, trying to get scouted, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Hicks and RCS Sports. I don't know if it's still called that, but <laughs> <laughs> she was running the icebreaker tournament, son. She was. <laughs> she had a she had a gas on. She had a gas on, bro. She, she was, was hop on. 
Hey, 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 you know not they don't just call it the Great American Shootout no more. She had a gas hole. You know, they spell it out now. She had a gas hole. Gas hole. Yeah, they've been calling it the gas hole for a while. Hey, after all this, yeah, they've been calling it the gas hole for a minute. Oh shit. Yeah. See, see, I, 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 the last time I played since the AU basketball was like 2003, bro. 2004, like when I was still in school. Damn. I ain't never really had nobody go watch the nephew start playing, bro. Ah, yeah. I stopped in uh, 09, so. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not too far. I am very far removed, but about, about, um, about, about twelve years. About 12 yeah, years. um, I, I do want to say after all this uh, draft business is going, uh, last week you made a great point. You said you wanted to um, go through each division and pick who we thought was going to win each division. I I do want to do that, but I think that we should try to wait to see how these holes get filled in the teams first to see if who goes where because I know we know some guys that are going to. In, in between the cracks are going to fall or another move is going to be made, but I'm sure by next week we'll have a better feel. Yeah. Or, and not, a better, um, so let's do that. So we'll, we'll pick the eight division. Is it eight divisions? North, South, East, West. Yeah. Okay. So we'll pick who's going to win each one. And then um, we can go from there. We can either pick the first and second and we'll, we'll just go on from there. But um, that's really all I have for football, man. Yeah. No, I don't have too much of football either right now, bro. Um, yeah, next week will be perfect. We can break down division by division. We can skip the AFC South. You already know Titans, man. Oh, you know what? Before we skip oh. football, before we leave football. Yeah. Why didn't Terrence Marshall or Elijah Moore go to Baltimore? Why did they take the Minnesota guy? I don't even know why. I, I tried to look his height. I thought he was like taller than what he is too. I'm like that wasn't. I I'd have took Elijah Moore at that point. Like if that's the case, I thought he was gonna get a big wide receiver. Terrence Marshall like, bigger than both of them. That's what I'm saying. That's so like I don't understand why they didn't go get him. Cause like why wouldn't you go get the bigger receiver? Like you already got a guy like like uh the guy from Minnesota. I mean he's not as good as Hollywood, but like why wouldn't why wouldn't you go and go get? I'd have took Elijah Moore. But uh, Lamar needs big targets so he can hit him. When they come to Hollywood, saying. it's either hit or miss with Hollywood. Yeah, when they come to Mark Andrews, oh, it's on. Period. But, it's, but, but, he's gonna hit him. But that's why I'm saying, like, they went got a six foot receiver. No, no disrespect to the young man, but he's a six foot receiver. Like, you needed a six two, six three receiver so he have a bigger target to aim at. You know what I'm saying? I, no, no disrespect to uh, Lamar. But he ain't the most accurate, you know what I'm saying? Quarterback, he ain't putting nothing on the dime. He ain't got yeah. no touch, like 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 touch, touch. And yeah. I, that ain't no slight, bro. You just gotta get your get your, get your aim right, bro. Yeah. Get your arm game right. Cause these cornerbacks these days, they about six two now. They six yeah. foot, six two. They six one. They didn't transfer from wide receiver to defensive back to corner. You know what I mean? So it's 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 and what's they, tougher in them. In, hey, uh, they they the lean, they athletic, they they they, 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 they super linear. They, they get to you anywhere. Wingspans be dumb long. Like you gotta man, you, you gotta have give them a, a spot to throw the ball to. Cause right now, I wouldn't trust him to throw the ball. You know, no, I ain't gonna say that. But yeah, I, I just I don't trust Lamar with a bunch of small receivers. He's gonna get the same result. He's gonna be doing a lot more running. And at some point, he had to stop running. And he needs to start throwing that pill. But you gotta give him targets to get it to. So that means you gotta go get you a. Six six tight end, a six three uh X receiver, and yeah. keep your six footed, then yeah, but you're gonna have to get some bigger targets for him because he can't throw the little he can't throw the shorter targets because they're not open for him. Yeah, and, and to say all that for him to have the success that he has had, I, I want to I would definitely want to say that to give him yeah, a salute, man. It is amazing. The the running, the the passing that he led, I think he led the league in passing touchdowns this past season. I so, believe so too. Even with all that said, he still gets the job done, but it's something to the eye. I think it's that eye test that we're that we're that we're doing. It's because a lot of free agents they didn't even want to go to Baltimore. They're like, man, it's just not. 
that's just not the move. You know what I mean? Even though they're a great team, if you're a running back, oh, that's first. You, you go in there, right? Because if you're a tight end, oh, go there for sure. You know what I mean? But it's just something about that eye test from the fans that we just like, man, something's missing with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Even though he's unanimous MVP, um, most points, most wins, all these types of things, you know, got his first playoff win. I mean, I applaud that. But it's just something to the eye. That we, that we just we can all uh, agree on that's missing. I agree. I totally agree. I think that um, I really feel like man, I really feel like the kid uh, what's his name uh, the kid uh, what is that kid's name? I can't think of the damn kid name now. But the kid from from uh, Ole Miss would have been the perfect pickup for going back to the Ravens would have been the perfect pickup for a team like that. And I hate when teams like that make those mistakes. Yeah. And then they Elijah uh, Moore. Yeah, Elijah Moore. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Um. He'd been a great pickup, and guys like that are gonna go second round to a team like, like you saw, like the Jacksonville Jaguars. And man, he's gonna—he might not be a stud his first year or so, but in two or three years, that move is gonna be an amazing move. That move is gonna be a good future move for them, and they're gonna get him on a cheap deal. Like, man, I—I I, I love to see that guy get his money because I think he was a first round like talent to me. There's a few more guys that didn't go in the first round that I felt were first round. There's a lot of all them guys are first round talent. You ask me, shit, but but you know what I'm saying? Oh no, nah, I ain't gonna say that. But uh. There was there's always a handful of guys every draft, bro, that, that that don't get to go where we think they should go or end up where we where we thought they go. And then it's two, three years down the line, we hear from them again and they doing their thing. So yeah. hopefully that's the case with these guys, man. Much, much love to all these youngsters in the draft. Uh much much success to anybody. Even if you go against my team, I hope you hope you do well, man. I want to yeah. see everybody thriving. But I will say this before we go, bro. The Browns are really my sleeper team for next year, bro. I like the move they made in the draft. And I really feel like the Browns, they might have some, bro. They might, they might for sure with the clowning move and other, other moves they made. I think they could be, they could be the team, bro. Like at the AFC, if they can figure it out, especially with Odell coming back too. Mine is the Cardinals for the sleeper. I picked them last year. I'm going with them again. They were right there on the cusp. They just missed it by a couple of plays. Um, I do want to say this fun fact. I saw it on the draft night. Nick Saban has more first-round picks than he has losses in his college career. That is a stupid stat. He has 33 first-round picks and, like, 20-something losses. That is unreal. But, anyways, let's go into basketball. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, but 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 to, to be a SEC hater, I mean, he do be playing Troy and Middle Tennessee State and Maple Creek Valley and Blue so Mountain do State. You, you play the same team. Boys play play Chesapeake Pay. Somebody's uh, still running from AM, but I ain't gonna say nothing. No, and they don't want to play us. We want this smoke. They don't want this smoke. Go look at the stats, baby. What smoke? Y'all can't even start a fire, bro. Hey, bro, we own AM, bro. We sent them away, bro. We got rid of them, bro. <laughs> I don't want to do the, the uh, long horse thing down because every time somebody does that, <laughs> UT turns up. So I'm not even going to do it. Every time somebody does that at halftime or something, they just go mm. crazy. It's like the bull sees red or the longhorn, whatever it is. Hey, anyway. you, 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 you remember, you, you do remember when them longhorns matched up with them, them Georgia boys, them little, them little, them little pretty bulldogs out there. And little pretty bulldog want to go see Bevo, and Bevo hit that boy with that mean. Get your ass up out here, boy. Get your ass up out here. Get your ass up out here, boy. Mm. I know y'all yeah. lost to the eventual national champion one year, Ooh. but. Ooh. 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 
<laughs> oh, you with OVO now? Ooh. You with OVO? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Let's move on to basketball. Six, 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 six. <laughs> Let's move on to basketball. Um, the Suns clinched the playoff spot. First time in 11 years, I think that uh, Amari Stoudemire and Steve Nash might have been on that team. Joe Johnson, Sean Marion, that, that type of team. Rajah Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah it must have been those guys. First time in 11 years. Uh, that's a really big thing. For, to go from ninth to, to second, that's a really big thing, man. How do you feel about that? All you Harden lovers, bro, eat a dick. Like, bitch, all y'all that was – nah, bro, all them Harden lovers that was out there – like killing Chris Paul. And while uh, Chris okay, Paul was yeah. washed, bro. Chris yeah, Paul, yeah, yeah. bro. Chris Paul wasn't a problem, bro. Chris Paul wasn't. A, Chris Paul was never the problem. The issue was was him and James can get the chemistry figured out. But man, if they could have figured it out, bro, do you see what, what Chris Paul is capable of with a, with a younger James Harden, Devin Booker? I think they had the chemistry figured out, man. They made it to the game seven of the Western Conference Finals, but I don't think the chemistry Chris, figured out though. But Chris Paul's hammy went out, man. That's that's all yeah, it was. No, no, but even even still, that next year you're supposed to win it all the next year then because you had the same team, you ran it back with the same team. But that was a year when James wouldn't cross half court. James would get to like and they were playing the Warriors hurt, no KD, and James just stopped crossing half court. So at that point. You just you kind of knew it was something all season, but at that point you're like, bro, we could advance to the championship, but go play Dame them in the next round. And no disrespect to Dame them, but I feel I take my chances with James Harden against any like guards like them. I, I take my I take James Harden against anybody in the league except for the Warriors. To be fair, maybe not LeBron. LeBron got a full strength, Kyrie and Kevin Love to work with, but like. At that time, and like those years, I took James Harden against anybody in the league, bro. And like he was living up to it. Only team he couldn't beat was the Warriors. And I don't know if I don't know if it became like you know how you go in the gym, bro. And it's always like we could beat everybody in the gym, but when we play uh, Mike gym, for instance, Mike know how to get under your skin, like to where you be ready to stop playing the game and fight Mike. And maybe the Warriors just figured that out with James or something. Like what? Well, Who's Mike? Mike is a uh, little Mike. You and Mike got into it at the gym that late night that one time. Man, that nigga this tall, man. Fuck that nigga, man. <laughs> hey, hey, I got. I, I'm Mike just playing, my, man. My, hey, 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 both of y'all my dogs. Yo, no, man. I just but, but I wasn't but, F that new. I, I like his uh, his tenacity. He just um, y'all both think, got think, it, bro. Yeah, He's I think that eat. we we are just uh, the same type yeah. of thing. Yeah. The same type both, of friction. Hey, I'm not y'all saying both alphas, bro. Yeah, both I got, alphas. Yeah, y'all both I got respect alphas. for that man. I'm not gonna say that. No, no. I'm just yeah. saying as, as a player. It was all man. jokes. We had yeah, all jokes, jokes, and I'm on the smokes. Not just joking. Yeah. I'm just joking. Yeah. Yeah. He cool. No, I like the way he played basketball. He good people. I hear that. I ain't gonna say all that. Although they call him Kyrie now, which I don't understand it because he don't be dribbling that much. Anyway, but yeah, you everybody has a guy that that uh make you change your game a little bit. Like how, remember how we was in in the in the league at lifetime and y'all kept getting mad because I would get mad at the one team instead of hooping. And y'all would, like bitch me out because I'd kill everywhere else we play. But the one team, like, bro, you taking this shit too personal. I think James took it too personal. You think so now? Yeah, yeah. But everybody has that that one type of is that a bad team, team to have that with though? Like, because I mean that's a tough team to beat anyway. You feel me? Or no? Yeah. I mean, he's supposed to take it personal though at that point. That's the only team that, that was staying in his way. Like, like MJ said, I took that personal. What do you think? Do you think the match is? Cause he's not winning the title this year. I'm just gonna put that out there right now. Ooh. It'll be uh James Harden not winning the title this year. When LeBron comes back, they're gonna repeat. I'm calling, and you know I don't even be defending LeBron no more because I hate the Lakers. But LeBron, I'm going back to back, and they're gonna do it. And and I have this burning question for you. LeBron's been out, but 80's been back. 
Eighties played the last four games. They went one one of they've only won one of the last four games. Are we ready to say that eighties not that guy that guy yet, bro? You want to say that? Let's just put it out there. You want you're trying to ask a question to throw like an alley. You for this. You've been wanting to say this for so long. So you want to say that? Don't don't ask me because that's what you want to say. You know I'm not a sucker for your games, man. Bro. Come on, man. I, but, I, I, but, I put it up there. I just I, need you to bring I, it up. <laughs> I will entertain you though. You you're forgetting that I am a Pelicans fan. I am from New Orleans. I am it's like I'm a Saints fan. I am a Pelicans fan. I know who AD is. I've seen AD carry a team by himself. When? Hold on. I'm getting there. Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm all <laughs> I've in. seen him have the duty of carrying a team by himself. It ain't all peaches and rainbows. <laughs> Let me tell you now. It ain't all peaches and rainbows. I agree. So when we did have success... Let me let me not fool you because I don't want to I don't want to fool you and say that AD is this guy or whatever blah blah blah. When we did have success, we had Rondo and we had Boogie. Boogie, you feel me? So like we had he had help when I when it's just AD by himself. Was Boogie was Boogie there the year they beat uh, Portland? But he got hurt. So yeah, heard, we, okay. But we still had Drew and we had Rondo. Yeah, I was tough. I would say this. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would say this. Um, AD is an amazing player. I think AD. Uh, I I don't think AD is a guy that can carry a team in the sense like a LeBron or James Harden, something like that. I think AD is such an elite talent that we forget that sometimes elite talents aren't always the best leaders. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you could you could beat Carmelo. And still need Chauncey Billups. You know what I'm saying? Like Melo needed Billups to get to that next level. And I think AD's that type of player. AD's an amazing player. Top five in the league, bro. There's no hey, I, I may talk shit about AD, but AD a bad motherfucker when he's on that court. Yeah. You know Disrespect. But he needs another guy. Uh this is why I also think that the Nets won't win because they they need that guy and who they don't have that guy on the Nets, but AD has that in LeBron. So AD is able to uh to, to feed off of LeBron's leadership, his energy. Like, hey, come on, big dog. I'm doing it, so you got to do it. Whereas when you by yourself, you know, sometimes you're like, man, fuck this shit, bro. I didn't, I didn't get y'all 35. What else you need from me? Like, but Bron may be like, hey, I need the 35, but I need 15 rebounds tonight. Give me 15 offensive re- uh, Give me 10 offensive rebounds. I need this specific thing from you so we can win. And AD will go do those things. And if you really watch the game and study the game, like you can see, it's different different nights. Eddie does different things with, with LeBron on the court with him. Like he's not always just scoring the ball; he does score the ball. But like LeBron gets him to do other things that LeBron needs him to do for the team to be great. And I yeah. think that that's the thing that's that that he he hasn't got that mindset to where he can lead to. Like, okay, uh, if he's on a team with four guys that aren't his same level, he couldn't uplift their play. Right. That's my thing. But I, he's a man. That, that nigga called him. I think I'm drafting him right now. Right now. I, I will say this, and, and it's not a bad. What all you said, totally agree. Yeah, but it's not I, I didn't a say bad. That bad, right? No, no, no. But I'm, I'm about okay. to, I'm about to, I'm about to piggyback it. Okay. What okay. you said ain't bad at all. But there's just some guys like that in the league. Bradley Beal, he need help, but he called. If we in pick, if we in the gym, if Bradley oh, Beal's there, first bucket. Pick. You know bucket. what I'm saying? You need yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, you can say the same thing about Westbrook. He called, but he gonna need some help. That's why them two are together, right? I'm gonna take it a little bit further. Book cold, but he needs some help. A lot of right? help. Yeah. yeah. Now the flip side of that is that Chris Paul can be that leader type guy, 
but he needs somebody on his team that can go get a bucket. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when he was with, <laughs> with the Clippers, he didn't have anybody that can just go get a bucket. Blake yeah. used to get Every now bottled and then, up, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Lou was off the bench, so it wasn't really, like, getting him a bucket when he was in the game type situation. Yeah. So, there's always those type of type of players, you know what I'm saying? Um, who else? When D-Wade was by himself, he needed yeah. help. When he had when he had Shaq or then he had Bron and Bosch and them, he just he was good. He was straight. He was, hey, he sure thing. Same thing with Chris Bosch. When Chris Bosch by himself, he's like, oh, Chris Bosch gonna get his, but he needs some help. Same thing, Vince. But like a lot of these guys, it's it's good. A lot of people bash these super teams, man, or a bash that somebody's gonna link up with another superstar. Yeah, man, but they forgetting that. In the '90s and the 2000s, we've seen we've seen people the go 80s. their whole careers. '80s as well. We've seen people go their whole careers, no help, nothing but great stats. So I'm talking about your T Max for a very long time. I'm talking about your Vince Carter, very long time. Allen Iverson, very long time. Kobe for a very long stretch. What's our boy uh, Gilbert Arenas, bro? Gil- Gilbert Arenas. They LeBron for a very long time. You see these superstars. They're either going to waste their career or they're going to stop being prideful and go get some help. So it's not a bad thing that these guys can't carry that team. Hey, LeBron can carry his, though. Yeah, certain, yeah. Guys, certain guys can carry theirs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I put LeBron in there, but I'm just saying that certain guys, you, you, you can see that they're – their career trajectory with no help, it ain't gonna really go nowhere. Oh yeah, I, th- you know I think that I think that a guy like Steph Curry is the same boat. I think Steph is a great yeah. individual individual talent. But he but need help. Yeah, he need help. He need big help. And like I think w- what makes the hate for Steph be so hard is because like the league push him. Like he is like he's God's gift to basketball, and it's like bro. Like he, he got a jump shot. That's I mean, but everybody in America got a jump shot. When you yeah. put do you put that jump shot. With elimination clay, with everything utility man Draymond, and then you go get a killer like KD. Shit, you damn right I ain't losing, bro. Who gonna beat us? Like who, right. who's beating us? If I walk in the gym with shit, just them four alone, that's why they can put plug and play anybody at the five man spot. It don't matter who I put in, bro. I don't I don't need you to do nothing. You use a cleanup man. When we miss shots, you get put back dunks. Every now and then we'll throw you a bone, let you make a move. But like a team that stack, bro, it's hard to beat them. I don't care how you come in the gym, bro. Them boys are yeah. talented. Them boys are talented. And they and play I want, defense. I want to tie this to the Dr. J thing. Dr. J left LeBron off his top two all-time teams. Um he he quoted that LeBron started he created super teams. It's bullshit because Irvin, I mean, Dr. J, he was killing in the ABA and doing yeah. all those things. He came to NBA. He was going to the finals and stuff, but he was losing. Because he was losing the super team. Actually, Nick Wright said this perfectly. He was losing the super team. Then he got his own super team, and then he finally won. So, and won one. And let me, bro, let me break this down to you, man. I didn't know, but I like this. I want to hear this. Let me break this down to you. This is not tennis. <laughs> this, is, this is a team sport with five guys, and you pretty much got to have – three to four other guys on the bench to really win a win a freaking championship, right? Let me say that first, right? <laughs> if you don't have a good team, you're not going to win. At all. You feel me? You're just not. And let me dumb it back down to even like with the rec leagues that we play in. We link up with our friends and create our own super teams. Barbershops, um, this people that work out together, they got their own gym. They the homies from Third Ward or whatever. Mm-hmm. They create. We all create our own super teams. So in our mind, we think we all super teams because we know that's what it takes to win. So basketball has always about 
putting together the best team possible. So yeah. I, I don't understand this debunking the super team thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I hate it. I hate it, bro. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, it's a double standard. He played on. He played on a team with three other MVPs. Moses Malone. Yeah, he played on a team with three other MVPs, bro. Bro, I mean, and then the, the, I think the, the least the least amount of NBA All Star games of the, of the crew of them was like seven. So like you played with dudes that was monsters, bro. Like complete monsters. So Hall of Famers. Yeah, you didn't you oh. didn't play, and you didn't you didn't come in and play with the. Semi-pro team and make it to the league and make. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Build it to the championship, like, bro, you put on super team too because Bird was whooping your ass. Bird was whooping your ass. Bird was and whooping when, my ass. Hey, hey, and then, <laughs> then, then when you did beat Bird, that motherfucker Bill Walton wait for your ass in the championship and he beat your ass. He beat him. Bill Walton was a bad. That's the Bla- Yeah, that's the Blazers' only uh, championship. Yeah, the only one. And hey, people say they want to. The Celtics have been making super teams for years, bro. Think about this. Bill Walton went and won a championship by himself and then went joint the uh, Celtics like two years later, two, three years later. Like, you talk about a dude that was league MVP, finals MVP, like literally one hand beat Dr. J. Because they didn't, you can't name three other dudes on that team. And he went joined a dream team already put together, bro. He was already put together. Another, another tragedy to think about. Uh, Bird only won three rings, bro. It's crazy. But he was in dog fights every year, though, man. Hey, hey, Magic won five, so he had to beat somebody, baby. Yeah, yeah. He, he beat Magic. Yeah, he, he beat Magic a couple times. And then Bird got him back. And then uh, Bird beat the, the Rockets, and Bird beat – I want to say Bird beat the Lakers twice to beat the Rockets. Yeah, and then a couple of times the Celtics didn't show up, so yeah, that wasn't the Lakers' that's when, fault. That's when the Pistons uh, – Pistons went – like three or four years in a row, and they, they won the two, but they went besides that when, when Magic bust their ass up and uh, uh, Zeke had, had broke his ankle and went for 37 on a broke ankle. Mm-hmm. Hey, side note, bro, nephew been in the gym, and I tell him all the time, I say, bro, if you can get up and walk, you can play. Like, it, it don't, don't tell me you sore, you hurt, you, you hurting. If you can get up and walk, you can play. Suck it up and do what you got to do. But like, drink pickle juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like my my thing is, if he took a tumble yesterday in practice, he's already having an off day in practice a little bit. The day before, he had amazing practice; was killing. They ran scrimmages, like you know, you know, like to, to three or four. They run a scrimmage to three to four. They was winning every game, and G was scoring at least two of the points every game. Like he was getting it. He was he was on defense, getting steals, getting easy layup, transition threes. He was doing his thing. I, I'm sitting there like, damn, bro, he really turned it on a little bit. He he playing like he want to go 17 you at some point. We come in yesterday, he has a little bit of an off day. He falls and he, he soaks in the fall. He soaks in it because he, but it was his fault though, Mac. Because on defense, I tell him all the time, you got to talk, big dog. You got to tell your big man what you want to do. You got to tell mm-hmm. the big man what the move is because big man's like, oh, he already have it. Oh. That's just how we play. We, we don't belong out on the perimeter at that age. We need to be in the painted area. So if you tell me, hey, just show and I'm going to get back. Don't hold my man because I don't I can't hold yours. Then uh-huh. the big man knows what to do, but he didn't say yeah. that. So he didn't say that at all. And when he got screened, he got switched to the big man. So he trying to get back to his, like you know, in between, like ah, they throw it over top. Big man catch it. He jumps, thinking big man gonna go straight up. Big man gave him that old pump. He went right over big man head. Boom! And he felt like his hip. And he he's sitting there. I say, bro, you just gotta get up, bro. Like that's your fault. Like yeah. on defense, you just gotta talk, baby. You gotta talk. You put yourself in a bad spot. He gotta talk like he doing 2K. Yeah, yeah, that's what I told him. But he'll figure it out, man. He'll figure yeah. it out. 
I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the Suns thing real quick. Mm-hmm. The Suns clinched the playoffs. The Nets also clinched the playoffs. The Sixers already clinched the playoffs, and the Utah already clinched the playoffs. So those those four teams are already in the playoffs. I love G. It. G's gonna figure it out, man. Just give him some time. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Um, did you see the Kevin Love inbounds play? Like the ref threw him the ball. He just punched the ball. Yeah, I um I have a couple takes on this, bro. We got a few minutes on this one. I, oh, of I course, go ahead. Takes, I, I um on one end, I can feel the frustration he was going through at the moment. You know, it's, it's been a rough season. It probably was a rough go that night. I didn't see the full game, but you don't know what type of frustration he was feeling because he was getting beat up that whole night. If you went and watched the game, he was taking an ass whooping. They were punching him down, like, tripping him. He would take, you know, we've all been there, bro. Frustration kicks in. But I think he had a moment of frustration. And just, like, we have to, we do have to remember, like, mental illness is real. And, like, you don't know where his mind went to at that point. Like, he may have mentally just checked out, which is, like, completely over it. Mm-hmm. And that was just him, like, just releasing the, huh, like, whatever. Like, let me just yeah. – uh, he didn't mean nothing by what he did, but it just was like my frustration moment. I'm just letting it off. And, and, and to some degree, I feel like he should. And once he apologized to me, if his teammates don't feel like he need to be punished, bro, then he don't need to be fining them by the league and all shit like that because that's a that's a, that's a a team issue. That's not a league issue. But at the same time, we have to be aware of the person in the situation. And not to say we handicap him because that's not right. What he did wasn't right. And we can't say that we're going to allow it. But at the same time, we have to be understanding and see what's going on mentally. You know what I mean? My take is this, though. A lot of guys do, they take out their anger in different ways. Denzel Valentine shot from goddamn half court with less than a minute, and they were still in the game. The league's not going to find him for shooting a bad shot. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody taking a heat check from stupid dumb range, or somebody airballs a three because they mad and they didn't get the ball the last three plays. Mm-hmm. Then they're not gonna find him for that. It's the same type of way. He just took out his frustration in a way that everybody was just like, yo, you you out of pocket for this one. You know what I mean? So I just think that it was a I think it was a bogus play. I think he was just mad, no type of things happened. But I mean, he's a champion, man. He's he's also an Olympic gold medalist. He knows how to win, he knows how to play the game the right way. I just think that it was a a, a blunder. Yeah, I think it's a blunder too, but I, I think that uh I don't think he had no bad will or no like he was he was out there trying to show up the league and no shit like that. I think nah, it was it was merely it was merely a mis mishap, a, a brain fart, and the bro just messed up. And you know, I, like I say, man, you never know people's mentals be at, bro. And sometimes people as people we get so selfish and we only think about ourselves and we don't be knowing what somebody be feeling and going through, bro. We gotta be more sensitive. To people and 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 in that time of need, you you never know. But I don't think it was no like mental breakdown moment or shit like that. I think it just brain fart. Just bro was yeah. like, damn, like damn ref, like because the ref, the ref threw him the ball, he just hit it back to him, like man, yeah, like man, you, like you know what I'm saying, like bro, yeah. you. So I I don't think it was a. I think that uh, if anything, we should just bring more awareness to just mental illness, bro, at all times, and just really just pay attention to everything because shit. Who knows? If if he lost his shit and went off on the ref, then we got a big story to talk about. But he didn't lose his shit. He just he just had a moment. To be fair, I've seen Chris Paul do worse things. Oh, but, way worse. Way <laughs> so worse. so way moving worse. on though, is John Wall saying fuck it by sitting out the rest of the season with a injury? John Wall not saying fuck it. The Rockets are saying fuck it. The Rockets. You think so? You the think Rockets. that they're shutting him down? He's not shutting himself down. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, bro, 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 ain't really. Show me no flawed character in his character of like him being a quitter or him being like fuck this team, I'm ready to go. He ain't even said he want to leave. Nigga want to come back. Like he low key like it here. He, he's enjoying the city. You know the city is. You know hey, everybody's gonna enjoy the city. Yeah, yeah. We not we not L A. But hey, baby, hey, yeah. we can have a good time. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. 
anyway, yeah. So like I um I feel like bro uh I feel like bro is is not quitting on us nothing like that. I think the Rockets want that number one pick. And I, I think the Rockets want to see what KPJ can really do. I like it's only a handful of games left. Go see what he got. Let's go yeah. roll the ball and see what he got. And he definitely did his part. He had 50 last night with about 10, 11 assists, 10 or 11 assists. He's uh the youngest guy in league history, younger than LeBron, to have the 50-point game and a win over the books. Giannis I think that's impressive as well. Giannis got a little banged up in the game. Hopefully he's all right. But, yeah. Uh, First KP- minute. First K- minute of the game. K- KPJ is a, it's a bad boy, bro. His his legend is growing. Um, you got to understand that in his, in his situation, it's, it's a tough situation because he is coming from uh, – a place of like he's replacing a legend, bro. You came in after James Harden, and like with every move you make, people gonna compare it to Harden. And like a lot of people this today have been comparing that game, like that's only one game. Like, bro, bro, the dude's 20 years old. You went for 20, went for 50 points. Like, he ain't even figured his game out yet. At 20 years old, Mac, I'm pretty sure you can you can uh concur to this. You ain't know who you was fully as a hooper at 20 just yet. You was still figuring out, you know Not what I'm saying? Chance. So like He's learning to become a point guard too, because I think they're gonna really push him as our point. And whoever we bring in is gonna be our two guard. And if he learns to to, to be a facilitator on top of the score, oh man, the, the dude six four, six five, and do everything under the under the sun. God, think, basketball's in a good place. I, I think, I think KBJ is his own. He he's going against himself. I think yeah. that he's. Um, I think everybody's gonna label him a head case. I don't want to call him a head case, but I think nah. that. He is the type of guy that could step on his own shoestrings. I think with the going out thing, I mean, Houston are gonna let you go out because this is the city that we live in. You know what I'm saying? But especially if they if the Cavs traded him away for a pick because of a locker spot, you know what I'm saying? And um, I even remember watching him play last year. Like he would get in the game late because he wasn't a starter, and he'd be down thirty. He'd be flexing because he dunked on somebody. Like the dude just plays with a chip on his shoulder. No, I mean he he really he really loves the game. He really just wants to compete, and I think that sometimes he gets that bad rep, that like that bad reputation of sometimes. But like I think he's I think he's good for the city right now. He's giving him uh, some hope for next yeah. year and for years to come. I think that he's a he was the perfect uh, he was the perfect go get for cheap, and uh, I think he I think he is I think he's a great player. I think he has a long long tenure here. I think bro, bro got game, man. I, I really do. I like his game. I think that uh, the Rockets got a steal in that kid because that's a guy you you would probably draft as a lottery pick. How he played, that boy balling, bro. That boy, yeah, balling. KPJ is definitely a problem. Uh, I, I remember Isaiah Thomas uh, showcased him a while back because I think he's from that area, the Seattle area, and he said, "Man, this guy's gonna be a problem." And um, like even James Harden showed him love, man. The, the dude is really, really talented. Super. Um, I, I would say this. Uh, of that 50 points, 20 points is put on Drew Holiday's head. I don't want to let that go because that means he it wasn't against just the bums. Like, the dude really put 20 on Drew Holiday's head. Uh, and, hey. and I know Giannis rolled his ankle, but the, the Rockets still won, and the Bucks are in a tight race for seeding. So that was a big game. That was a huge game. That was and a big I, game for the Rockets. I I, I, oh, I think it was a big game for the Rockets in the wrong way, though. I, I think that you guys, for your fan base, your fan base is so big and so loyal that you guys just need hope. And that's oh, all yeah. you guys want. You guys, you guys just want hope. And, and that, that guy's definitely giving y'all hope going into the draft, saying who if y'all pay. Y'all giving them something to, to – um, giving the fans something to talk about this summer. Because you know I, how the gyms I go this summer. That. 
I agree with you know that. But I, I just feel like uh, the Rockets fans and the, the the organization right now is really like hoping that we can get the best draft pick possible. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody wants K Cunningham out here. Like, okay, K, K, K. In which, man, I hope K come out here and be that dude, man. Because I hate like to do all this and hope he come here and he he'd be a uh how, how do I put this? Like he'd be like a. You think you about to get Jason Tatum, but you're really getting. Marcus Smart? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like hey, Oklahoma yeah, State. Oklahoma State, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, but that was a good comparison. And, like, I ain't going to lie. I, I I really feel like if 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 uh, if you bring him here, he has the ball, bro. Like, at the two-guard spot, he has the ball. Because you're coming after James Harden. So, like, you have to be that dude. You can't come here after James Harden and not be that dude. I think that John, this is another hot take for me. I, I think John Wall doesn't stay after the draft. If you draft a um, not a quarterback, a point guard, I think he ends up with the LA Clippers somehow because that'll be a good fit for them because Rondo's not going to be able to do the whole regular season thing. But I think that they'll definitely, once John Wall's big ass contract gets dumbed down, he's off of it. I think the Clippers will pick him up because he'll be a good downhill fit for them. But that's just my hot take. I, um, I'm not arguing it at all. I'm not arguing it, sounds, it sounds like a good fit, right? Yeah, it does sound like a great fit, actually. Like an amazing fit. And every other game type guy, because he's not going to play 82 games either. Yeah. But every other game type guy, we kind of go back and forth between him and Rondo. They play a couple games here, play a couple games there. Yeah, I think it'd be great. It'd be a great move. Prolong both of their careers. Um, You were speaking about the Lakers. Uh, the Wizards had crushed them. The Lakers are still sitting in fifth. But um, what I, I say that because of the seeding thing. They're, they fell to fifth. Well, they've been in fifth for a while. But um, with Portland skidding right now, it's kind of helping them. And so um, with that said, they're trying, they're actually talking about making the play-in tournament to be something that to be permanent. Do you think this is a good idea? Because I know we mm-hmm. talked about it about this year. You were like, oh, I don't, I don't, I think it was good for last year, not so much this year. Now, how do you feel about hearing that it might be permanent? I don't know if I'm all the way, all the way for it, but now I, I'm looking at it right now because I haven't seen the actual how they're going to do the plan. Because, you know, last year, just the bottom two teams played and how they, that panned out is how you got into the to the playoffs. Now that I'm seeing the actual play-in tournament, this shit is going to be forever, bro. Like, because the, the seven and eight seed going to play each other, the nine and ten seed play each other, which yeah. I think that's kind of – I think that's kind of – I guess that's right. That's so right. The, win- the winner of the 9-10 game will play uh, the loser, the of loser of the seven eight. And then, but if the eight seed won, the eight seed would just go in though. That's no, another thing trip me out. And then the uh, it's kind of it's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so then yeah. So from that point, uh, <laughs> from that point, you have a whole reseeding that goes on between the one, uh, the one seed right now is, is Utah. Then what is it? Phoenix, uh, Clippers. Damn. Uh, the Lakers are fifth, uh, Denver fourth, and yeah, Utah is seven. They they dropping quick, but they still got a couple games ahead of guys. They like three games up. U- Utah the, not uh, seven, Portland seven. That's what I'm sorry. Yeah, Portland seven. I'm sorry. Yeah, Utah's four. I mean, Utah's one. Utah's one, right? Yeah, yeah, Utah's one. I, I like uh, I, I like it because I think that the Warriors can sneak in some type of way to get that A spot and give. The Jazz will run for their money if Steph Curry go dumb. Yeah, I agree. That could be possible. That, that definitely could be possible. But I don't want to see. Only way I want to see the uh, the Golden State Warriors come in 
It's if they play Memphis. I, I don't want to see Portland go home at any cost. I'm going to pull in. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see them go home, bro. I'm going to pull in at all costs. Damn. So Miami's in the playing game right now. Sheesh. Yeah, they, they dropped, man. They actually have been dropping. And um, I think they are the seventh. I think the, uh, the Celtics the actually, The Celtics aren't very far ahead of them. The Celtics are uh, same record. They're the sixth seed right now. They have the same exact record, though, 33 and 30. Exactly. And so then the Charlotte Hornets are at eight, India at nine, Washington at 10. And this is my thing with Washington. Nobody wants to play them right now. Nobody wants to play them. So I think that they're going to beat Indy and they're going to get into that, that, that possible eight seed, right? Now, when I say that eight seed, we're looking at losing Miami or Charlotte, and I think both teams deserve to be in the playoffs because they've earned it, right? But Agreed. this is how it's going to play out now. You know what I'm saying? So especially if Melo's not going to come back, I think that the Charlotte Hornets can actually lose and the Wizards can actually be in the eighth seed Westbrook versus KD in the first round. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. That'd be damn I, good. I, I, I'd watch that. I, I, I'd buy that for $2. Yeah, that's that's damn good. That's damn good. I, I, I'm telling you, though, bro, I don't think – I'm looking at the playoff brackets right now. I don't think uh, – I think first round – I'm talking like actual playoff rounds right now. I'm looking at – I'm going to just give you a breakdown. Uh, it would be the Brooklyn – Brooklyn's one seed right now. Yep. Uh, so I got them going advancing. Uh, it'd be New York versus Atlanta is going to be an amazing first-round matchup to me. Um. Uh, Milwaukee, Boston, and if uh, Philly got the two seed, whoever whoever uh, they end up playing out of that deal, would be a good would be a good watch too. But man, could you imagine, bro? Could you imagine uh, that conference final, Brooklyn versus uh, Philly? That's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be fucking amazing. It I think would that, be that Philly, uh, Philly, what's calling game should be pretty good. Philly, Milwaukee should be pretty good, depending on how uh, how Giannis is and. What uh Boston does because Boston could turn it up, bro. You know, in the playoffs, they showed up a few times, so I don't count them out ever, like ever, ever. And that's that's gonna be a tough first round for uh, Milwaukee for sure. They they do the every other game thing. They if they win game one, then I got them winning the series. But if they win game two, they lost because mm-hmm. they go one, three, five, seven, or else they're gonna go two, four, six. That's because you know they don't show up two nights in a row. I agree, I agree, yeah. or two I games agree. in a row, whatever you want to say, yeah. but like it's just. They just so wishy washy, man. They got all that talent, man, and they cannot figure it out. It, it's just, I, I think, I think they're maximizing. They, they've maximized the talent they have there. If that makes yeah. sense, like yeah. they, they, they've reached that peak of what they're gonna get out of that talent, and they they don't have a, a true like superstar there. They they need a superstar there. They need they needed a Larry Bird, a Larry Legend to take that team over the top. Cause Tatum not gonna be that guy. He's showing it to us. If 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 Chris Paul was there, this team is the number two seed, one seed, three seed in the one East. seed. That is one seed easy, because he taking over late games and he gonna put on the boys' head. Hey man, but, you, mess, you fucking up right now. I need you, you to get on your but shit. You, but you know what it is though. People give Kimba so much love, but they don't give him any discredit for not late. And for he he's had some late game roars, but he's not consistent, bro. He's not consistent at all. Like he's he's had moments here and there, but like. Can I, I game seven? Can I be like, hey, just get a ball to Kimber, whatever he do, we go with. Would you oh. would you feel would you feel comfortable doing that? I mean, history shows you should be, but I, I'll tell you right now, no. He he's problem number one, and Jason Tatum is still problem number two. And I mean, and it's scary to say, but Jason Tatum is supposed to be the best player on the team. But Jalen Brown is really showing that. Right yeah. yeah, he is. 
And he's, he, he, he's gonna that team's gonna have to break up at some point because he's showing that he's better and he's not getting the love that he deserves. I know he got the all star nod, but he's in the east and guys were hurt and blah 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 blah. So I, I just think that they need to do more, and it's hard I, to I say agree. that, but they need to do more. Because when I Paul agree. George is in the East, he was doing way more things than them. And, like, you still – you look at them guys, and you're like, man, you you could be doing that. I feel like Paul George is uh, – what's what I'm looking for? Paul George is going to get a spark this playoff. And I think oh, yeah. playoff P – oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying to put him. Bit. I'm trying to avoid him. Yeah, that nigga – I don't want to see him. Yeah, I, well, Lakers didn't stay in that top top five, bro, and, and hope hopefully uh, don't get to that two. Like, just stay stay four five, bro. Just stay, stay four, four five. five. Oh yeah, that's why I've been glad that we've been losing. Stay four five. Hey, but Dallas nipping at the buds. Yeah, we got five and twenty seven. Yeah, we got one, one game. game. We got one game. Speaking of the Nets, though, uh, KD has has just returned. He's been balling off the bench. He had forty two the other night. I think like he 33 had, minutes, like 33 minutes though. Bro, he he he's been ridiculous, man. The the basketball game looks too easy for him. And um, I, I saw what Richard Jefferson said. He was like, Man, that's the one guy you fear. You don't want to run into that guy, man. Especially I when agree. he got it cooking and it's not he's fully healthy. That's a bad man, bro. That's, that's a, a bad, dangerous, that's a dangerous dude, bro. That's a dangerous dude, bro. Because like, you can't get him mad like you used to in OKC. There's no Westbrook taking the ball out of his hands. This it's just it's so many shots going up nowadays that there's enough for everybody. Yeah, I mean, but at that point, you know what you gotta do, bro. You just gotta fuck around and and uh, like you gotta. I don't know. Start talking shit like I did to Timo that one time in the championship. Like you just gotta get a nigga oh, yeah. head somehow, bro. Cause hey, oh no, go get buckets on y'all head, on y'all head for sure, bro. He gonna get buckets like big oh. buckets. I'm gonna tell you what you gotta do. You gotta hope that James Harden go into turnover, James. Mm. You gotta hope that Kyrie has a personal matter to attend to. <laughs> you just gotta live with KD doing KD things. That's yeah, I, that's your best bet sometimes, man. That's I, your I just, best I bet. I don't see enough defense for them to win a championship. I I would love to see it. It's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I would love to see them go against Boston for seven games because that's it'll just be scoring on scoring on scoring on scoring. But if they do meet against Philly, Philly got that defense, man. Philly got that defense. I got Philly out the East, bro. Philly and Lakers. Lakers. Lakers and uh. Lakers, Lakers and six. six. We both said the same shit. Lakers and six. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got I got Philly. I think once they get to the Lakers, Drummond is gonna be just enough to slow down. Uh, and B. and B. And they have nothing on the other side to stop AD and LeBron. Who, Tobias going to guard AD? Stop it. So who going to guard LeBron? Oh, Ben. Yeah, Ben. But I don't, I'm not – Ben's not stopping LeBron. Like, it's not even close. We can – hey, we – hey. They're the same guy. It's just LeBron got a jumper. A much better jumper, which if, if – whenever whenever Ben get a jump shot, that nigga going to be cold. If, cold. If yeah. um, I want to bring up some other stuff, man. Um, really, um, it's, it's something that cool that I saw. Uh, Carmelo saw uh, a tweet about PJ Tucker's shoes. PJ Tucker had on these uh Air Jordan fives, it was of the Puerto Rico team, the a football team, the, the soccer team that Carmelo Anthony owns, and it's a special edition shoe that he got made for the football club. Yeah, PJ Tucker had them on, and Carmelo tweets at him like, bro. How? Like, how did you get those? Now, for the Jordan ambassador, Jordan brand player to be like, bro, how the hell did you get these shoes? That's That goes to show you the, the true shoe greatness that that man is capable of and how much rare 
of shoes that this guy has. I thought that was just comical and just just phenomenal, man. I, I don't know how PJ Tucker does it, man, but he he just he's a shoe god. Hey, and, and he, he is the shoe god, bro. I'm looking at the little story now while you're talking. I'm reading the story right now and, while you're talking. And then I, I just saw on Twitter the other day when um I think it was the Marcus Aldridge. He was um he was on the front page of, of magazine, right? And they had PJ Tucker locker in the background. And it was just filled with Jordans and shoes. I, I, gotta, I, I, gotta I, saw, that. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I was like, man, PJ been doing this? Like, bro, this is nothing new. This is not for clout. That that man really has a love, addiction, affection for tennis shoes. And he been like that. And I think that's super dope. I think that's super dope, man. I, I think agree, bro. Dope. I agree. Hey, he is truly the shoe guy, bro. He's the yeah. shoe guy. You know what I'm saying? Much respect. Shouts out to my fellow Longhorn brother. You know what I'm saying? Much love to that brother. Yeah, hook him on, hook him on. Yeah, yeah. We fight, we fight, we fight. Hear that? I <laughs> <laughs> that shit go. I don't know. <laughs> uh, boy, that fool. Hey, hey. Let's, no, uh, no, let's, let's move into the, uh, to media, though, man. Uh, I got a quote from Buzz Williams. I'm going to save it for the end, though. Um, oh, actually, hold on. LeBron's been upgraded to questionable tonight. Um, I don't Friday, know if he'll yeah. play. Yeah, he, he upgraded to questionable, not out. I don't think he'll play, but he, they say he's going to test it out. So be on the lookout for that. That'll be great if he does come back. He only got about two weeks to get this thing going. I've seen him running and things like that, but they're going to have to stay afloat, man. Are you excited to see LeBron return? Hell yeah, because without LeBron, the ship does not stay afloat, bro. So we need this captain back. Drive the boat. Drive this boat back to the championship, baby. It's like Johnny Depp on the Pirates of the Caribbean, man. We need this guy to, to, to drive the boat. Let me let me drive the boat. Let man, me drive no the boat. <laughs> hey, he, he's our Jack Sparrow, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's our Jack Sparrow. No bullshit. Shout out to Johnny Depp. And, and, and speaking, oh, I just said, let me drive the boat. We're going into media, and I just talk, talked about Kodak. I really don't want to give that boy no praise because of the whole charge. And yeah. He, yeah, that was pretty foul, man. He actually... Admitted to it and saying that he bitter and beat her up after she wasn't trying to bust it down. But yeah, that, that's foul business. But I don't want to get too much in that because I don't like to know negative. Yeah, yeah. Show. And and we not feed no negative energy at all. Yeah, that ain't what we on. We ain't we don't rock like that. So, yeah. Yo, so I saw the TD announcement uh, on Twitter that they were uh, somebody's going to release an album May seventh. I believe it is. That's a Friday. Yeah, May seventh. Who do you think it is, and who are you hoping that it is? A compilation album. Fuck it. Because I, I want to hear some J-Rock. I want to hear some goddamn Kendrick, some more Anderson. It's probably Anderson, though, knowing them. Anderson. I want some Ab Soul. I want to hear some Kendrick, Schoolboy. I want all that. Uh, 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 Isaiah Rashad. I want all them youngsters on there, bro. Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, boy, hey, don't forget about that. Soul, bro. Don't I'm, forget I'm, about Ab Soul, baby. I said Ab Soul. I said oh, okay, my bad, my bad. I said Ab Soul. I fucked with Ab Soul, man. Yeah, they're trying to steal my light. I'm illuminate. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to steal my light. They want to steal my light. They want to steal my light. Put them real Ab Soul fans right there. That's a real uh, GTA. Uh, da, 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 da. Come on, baby. You know I'm on that, boy. You know I'm on that. Hey. <clears throat> um, somebody else that's gonna drop today is uh Khaled. Did you see the Khaled video with uh Kanye? He was just in that bitch playing a, a before he was that's the intro. That's the intro. That's the intro. I've I've you listened to, to it. Album. I've listened to the album. Oh, okay, so how is it? I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, how is it? This is uh Kiss the Ring, uh ah, okay. It's all that. It's just the same. Khaled gives us the same thing. I'm not mad at Khaled anymore because I know what Khaled's gonna do. 
Hey, so this is a compilation. It's got it's got a Justin Bieber feature on there. You know, got a couple Drake songs. It got a uh, Migos Wayne. on there. Wayne, uh, I think Jaheem and uh, and Wayne are on the song. You heard the, the beat? Jeremiah, heard? Jeremiah, Jeremiah. I'm sorry, Jeremiah. They on that song. Uh, the Sorry Not Sorry is a good song with Jay Z. Them on there. It's a pretty dope song. It's the uh, Booza Bhutan got a jam at the end. It's it's, yeah. it's it's good songs, bro. But it's a compilation. Like two weeks in to listen to it, you can be like, I'm over it. Like, yeah. One, one song, one song that I love by, uh, from Kiss the Ring is uh, J Cole and Big Crit, mm. and, and uh, I think Kendrick on there too. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's called. I think it's called They Ready. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Speaking of which, J Cole is supposed to be dropping in two weeks. Man, are you looking forward to that? Always looking forward to J Cole. Like man, I I love his music because. Low key, man. People said he kind of switched his style and stuff like that. But like, if you really listen to what he be talking about, he's still talking like about that. the same shit. He's still talking about. He's still self conscious. He's still a very conscious rapper. It's just now, he's he's giving it to you almost in a way that's more entertaining for you to actually listen to it. Because if you stop mm-hmm. just listening to the beats and listen to what he be talking about, like one of my favorite. It isn't one of my top three, but we can add it to the. Uh, to the to the uh to the podcast uh playlist is uh once an addict bro that's one of the deepest and realest songs ever bro like i felt that boy on there because like man I, i've had my own bout with like uh alcoholism and shit like that and like like to i've dealt with my people on some shit like that and like man you gotta understand that like man that nigga telling real stories like he ain't just telling you like the, the neighbor next door those songs are real stories and like we need to like take heed to what he said and i just be like Cause the beat hit, cause like bro, it's 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 very much so lessons in music, and we lost that kind of. You know what I'm saying? We listen to we listen to so much uh baby and little baby and all that, and them cats don't be always giving you lessons in music or like shit that can help you out or like shit they going through to make you feel better about your situation. And I, yeah. I kind of miss that. So I love I love hearing Cole, bro. I just I really fuck with Cole, bro. I fuck with Cole, and like I really I, I'm I'm excited about the album. I can't lie. Yeah, I'm not a personal person when it come to uh. To, to being on this, but once once an addict is uh, actually a um a song that um my sister my sisters and I actually um makes us think about my mother that mm-hmm. my mom fought, bought uh fought alcoholism and things like that uh to her dying day and um when we listen to it we we like we really feel that like we really feel that like like running away and trying to get further away from the problem but the problem is still there and things like that so once an addict is a very great great song and so like that that really hit home i, I know you saw my face and i was like yeah man, yeah my bad you, you, were, you were like you were like i saw your face you was like why are you doing that i know that's yeah. his crying face i'm just saying i'm piggybacking on what you're saying that's a great song man that's like it really, does, song, man. it really does have meaning in it, in it uh, it's words that like it's music that like helps you say the things that you don't know how to say. Yeah, bro, and I, yeah, I, I love, touches I love you deep that like feeling. that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because I'm, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm low-key a deep dude, and I just man, yeah, my yeah. bad though, bro. No, 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 you're fine, you're fine, you're yeah, fine, you're fine. Yeah, I got a, I got a grasp on it nowadays. Um, what's the update on Drake, man? When when he dropping, man? man. You know, you know hey, you're the plug, man. Hey, I'm man. Not, I know the, the underground ain't. stuff, but you know the plug, you the plug, low-key, <laughs> man. You took, you took my fire, hey, man. What's the update, man? I ain't got the for sure lockdown date, but I hear this summer Drake is dropping for sure. I ain't got no lockdown dates. So like but, May, but, June, July, or like, yeah, like June, July. Like June, July. I'm here. June, I mean, July. Like June, July. But I mean, I'm here. Travis supposed to drop an album this summer too, though. 
That's just what I heard. I, 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 I Travis can't Scott. Travis Scott probably dropping an album this summer. Okay. Bro. Well, he just announced his dates for November 5th and November 6th for Astro World out here. So obviously he's going to come in time for that. So, I mean, I'm not going to go. I told my little yeah, cousin not, to come yeah. out here. I said, I got the room for you, man. You can come yeah. out here. But he's trying to be a he's trying I, I to think, be a rapper and shit. So he's going to be Airbnb I, and I, shit. I think, I think we, we reached that age, bro. I was just talking about this with somebody else, bro. Not to sidetrack us too much, but like... We people people hear us talk about taking adventures and they don't understand what type of adventures we talk about. Like we were legit hanging out, and before we know it, we could be in the middle of nowhere. Like literally, like, hey, bro, we how did we get here? And then go home, and then we'll go home from it, and we survive these things and have a good time. We're we nothing crazy going on. We wouldn't do nothing crazy. Probably drinking and talking, like most crazy shit we do. A lot of people think we do a bunch of crazy shit. We really don't. We just be talking and being like bros. But we'd be like little kids, like the Lost Boys out here on adventures, bro. It'd be hilarious. It'd be I have sped from Cyprus to Galveston and made it in about 30 minutes, though. I know you remember that shit. And I still pulled over to pee. <laughs> I think I think I think we all pulled over to pee. That's the idea. Like, and the man walked up on us, bro. Like, what the fuck y'all doing over there? Oh, nigga. Hey, get your bitch ass one boy. <laughs> Hey, hop in the car. Bro. Hey, get the car. Get the car. Try, nigga, try, nigga, try. Hey, no bullshit, bro. Hey, people don't be believe me. Hey, we was up the whole day though. We was up that entire oh, day. Yeah, for sure. We did that, and then we. Uh, bro, we played a basketball game. Yeah, yeah, we won the championship yeah. game, and then. Mm. Yeah, that was a good time, bro. Good time, man. Good time. Speaking of Travis Scott, though, man, he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like my transitions, huh? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Hey, Travis Scott is actually, uh, he has like a new stinger campaign. He actually asked Randy Moss, Mick Foley, aka Sorry. Mankind, aka Cactus Jack, the real Cactus Jack. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Rip Hamilton to actually do the sneaker campaign. It looks pretty dope, man, but I, I, like, I like the way that uh, Travis remains weird and out of the box, out of the, uh, out of your the norm you know what i mean he keeps Agreed. reaching and he keeps finding ways to grasp your attention because i like that lineup mick foley was dope he reincarnated all those times randy moss is probably my favorite receiver of all time uh, i know that randy uh jerry rice is up there with the stats and things like that but i love randy moss He's, moss he turned into an adjective a verb man you got moss type thing and rip hamilton the, the mask uh assassin man like that guy there was one of the with Ooh. one of the greatest teams ever. Hey, we man. forget about that. We forget about yeah. how cold Rip was, man. Jordan, Jordan brand athlete, man. A UConn guy. When UConn was the UConn. Yeah, he was UConn. He played Ray Allen. He was he was that guy. Yeah. He was that guy, bro. He was that guy. Yeah. I, I, I love I love what Travis does too because Travis beats goes down the unbeaten path. And I'm I'm all for it. I think Travis took a lot of knowledge from hanging with Kanye. And that's making him make even better power moves. People say what they want to, bro. Kanye the GOAT, bro. The GOAT he GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Smart businessman all the time. How, how does Kanye make more money on selling tennis shoes than George's been doing since the 80s? And fuck Kanye. Uh, what I will say, though, <laughs> is that I like the fact that Travis connects to our childhood. And, I agree. You, we can tell that he grew up with us in our, in our type of different, even though he must have been on the other side of the city, but all of us kids kind of grew up the same way. You know what I'm saying? He from the Mo, you from South Park. I'm from New Orleans. Came out here to Houston, but like he he's really tying in all those those childhood memories and still applying it to this day. Like only us people really know. Like I'm, not, I'm sure the young generation don't know who Mick Foley is. Yeah. They don't really. They never seen Rip Hamilton play or yeah. Moss. They know Moss because oh you got Moss and it was like a I'm saying like a little quote. But like that was they really living it. Yeah, yeah, they like, that, that's they something that we really it. lived. And like he like every time he dropped something. It makes me feel it, it takes me back down memory lane. 
know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I could get the shoes, but they be gone because all these goddamn sneaker bots and shit. But like, I, I just appreciate his uh, his efforts and things like that. Know what I'm talking about? But think about this though: the biggest sneaker bot was the kid whose mom was the VP at Nike. Mm-hmm. I read the article. Crazy shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We gonna keep going. We gonna keep it going. Keep yeah, it yeah. Going. That's that's some that's some insider trading. It's it's mm. against the law, sir. It's against mm. the law. Mm. Uh, Floyd's the Floyd Mayweather's gonna come out of retirement. He's gonna fight Logan Paul. Um, he gonna pepper that boy. He gonna, he's gonna, he gonna pepper that boy. He's gonna pepper him. him. I, I want to um, say something else, but I ain't gonna say because it's inappropriate. He gonna Mike, pepper that boy. Mike Tyson's also going to fight Lennox Lewis, and uh, Evander Holyfield is going Earth. to fight the night before Floyd Mayweather. I think it's gonna be June fifth and June. I wanted 6th. to see Mike versus Evander. I don't want to see Mike and Lennox. Lennox too big for Mike, man. He's too yeah. tall. The jab gonna eat him up again, bro. He's too yeah. big for him. That, that's yeah. what happened the last time, man. Yeah, bro. Come on, Mike. Um, I, I let's, talk you, about, Mike. let's talk about this black jockey in the Kentucky Derby, man. I think it's uh, what's his name? You know more uh, about this than I do. It is guy's name is Kendrick Kamooch. I hope I say I hope I said that right. I've been practicing that all goddamn afternoon. Kendrick <laughs> Kamooch, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to that brother, man. He is um the first black jockey since 2013. But on top of that, he's only the fourth black jockey to uh, be a uh, participant in the Kentucky Derby since 2000. So there's only been four black, uh, uh, four black jockeys, bro, in all those years. Like, think about that, bro. It's, it's that's been crazy. It's, it, it, that's 21 years. There's only been four guys that, that they've considered good enough to be a part of uh, what's going on with uh, the Kentucky Derby. Knowing doggone well, there's, there's plenty of capable and uh, – What's the word I'm looking for? Plenty of uh, great jockeys that were black, but I love to see all walls coming down, even if it's a small wall. And I feel like this is this is always good to see black excellence. This is black excellence. I'm rooting for you, brother. I'm gonna figure out which horse you got. I'm gonna put a couple of dollars on you. How about Absolutely, that? absolutely. Put some money on on Dogecoin too. Um, I oh, actually think. Uh, I, hey, I, hey. Side note: If you ain't investing in Dogecoin right now, you tripping. You're a fool. I'm about, to go get, I'm about to go put some more money down after I get off this goddamn call. Hey, because the thing is, you could be putting out $20, $30 right now, and you're going to get a gang of shares because the, the share ain't, ain't reached a dollar yet, just to get y'all free game. About 20 cents, man. Y'all hop on that Robin Hood app. I'm, I'm, gonna get, I'm giving y'all free game, too, man. Yeah, I, I, got, I got a bunch of shares. We, oh, I got a bunch of shit that shit too. If that shit pop, hey, just let, let you know we get in the studio, nigga. I'm just playing. Listen, anyways, uh, I think it's dope about this jockey though, because I just watched the movie Concrete Cowboy and it kind of kind of goes uh, hand in hand. Oh, that's a great movie, bro. It's a, good, it's a really good oh, movie man. in Philly. And uh, I didn't even realize Agent to the Elba. end. Yeah, that was dope, man. Towards the end, I really didn't even realize that the actors in the movie was, wasn't even actors, they was real people. Yeah, like they just they went and really like shot a documentary, felt like it. And you like, because they were really telling the stories around the campfire. That was a real people That's talking a real, real story. Shit. Yeah, that was a real shit. And then for you to uh, back up with the Kentucky Derby uh, news, that's amazing. That's real amazing. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's, that, it's just hand in hand. It's go, it runs parallel. You know what I'm talking about? And that really hit. I was like, man, this is some really, this is a really good damn fucking movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's dope, man. Because they really got them boys that be riding bikes, riding horses out there. They ride horses in uh, out here in Texas. It was- ride horses in New Orleans, too. It was like uh, the wire. They went and got true to the form people in the the movie, and it just made the movie even better to me. Yeah, anyway. for sure. For I, sure. I, I will say this, bro. Uh, I will say this, bro. I I man, I, ooh, ooh, I that ooh. I didn't watch a couple good movies lately, bro. I don't know if you've been watching uh, 
uh, anything new or anything like that. But I was, I've been watching. Uh, I've, don't judge me for this. This is, this is, this is. Don't judge me for this, bro. I've been watching a show called Mayor's uh, Hometown or East Town or something like that. Amazing show, bro. Amazing crime show. It's already got a bunch of turns and twists. I'm hooked. It's, that's my free show to you to go check out. That and then my other show is uh, uh The Stand, bro. Check it out. This is uh Stephen King joint. It's a Stephen King joint, but it's amazing, bro. It's I'm I'm still on uh Queen of South. Oh, okay, my, my, okay. My uh my better half got me watching The Oval for some Ooh, weird that's reason. A that's a good one too. Though. That's shit crazy shit to me. And yeah, then uh, of course, uh, it's a new, it's a, uh, it's a little oldie, but it's if people not into it, manifest. Still, oh yeah, I love manifest. Manifest is crazy. I'm about to, uh, I just recorded it last night because I was watching the uh the draft, so I'm gonna watch it again tonight. But um, it, it's dope. I love uh, manifest. It, it's really good, man. It's really good. Uh, I really, I want to leave you with this quote though before we move on to something else. Before All I, right. is that cool with you? Yeah, come on. Uh, it's, 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 it. a, it's a quote from Buzz Williams. He said, um, just just the better the people, man. Give them something to think about. Arrogance of arrogance of the arrogance of success is to think what you did yesterday will be good enough for tomorrow. Just for people to think about that, man. I'm gonna say it again. The arrogance of success is mm. what you did yesterday will be good enough for tomorrow. Mm. Hit it, fellas. Hit it, ladies. Hit the grind. Whatever you did yesterday is not enough. If you did five squats yesterday, do 10. Yeah. You did five push-ups, do 10. You know what I'm saying? If you did a mile, push for two. If you was on that Peloton, you did one workout, do another one. You know what mm. I'm saying? Whatever you think is going to get you to whatever your goal is by doing the same thing every day, do something more. Do something I agree. More. I agree, bro. I totally agree. And man, I, I preach that. Like, I, man, I'm glad you I'm glad you, you said that. Can you post that or something, bro? I need a copy of that. You know I will. Because I, I, I like no joke, bro. I, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I feel like a lot of times people get caught up in the success of today, not knowing, bro, you, you got a whole new battle tomorrow. And guess what? You didn't beat this one, so the new battle's wait for you tomorrow. So are you ready to jump over the fence now? You you ran to the fence, but are you ready to jump over the fence? Are you going to run through the fence? Like, what are you going to do next? Because your next trick got to be better than the trick you just did. Got to be, man. Got to be. Got yeah. I agree, man. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, now nah, we can move on, bro, on some more media shit. I will ask you this, bro, with – uh um. There was some heat on on the uh, VP because some recent comments uh, made in the media. We ain't got to get too much into it, but uh, somebody answered from uh, Biden's camp and was like, uh, there is no racism in America. Like, to hot take it. That's not exactly what he said. Uh, but to hot take it, he was like, there's no racism in America. And Kamala kind of backdoored and was like, yeah, there isn't any racism in America. Do you think sometimes, uh, I'm going to ask you this, you ain't got to get too much to it. Do you think sometimes politicians politic a little too much instead of thinking about the human people themselves. And you've been telling people that who are experiencing extreme racism that there is no racism. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you look in the camera and tell folks that we're going to fight for you because the brutality and X, Y, Z that's going on is, is complete systematic racism. And then say there is no racism in America. How do you feel about a comment like that, bro? Not to get too deep into, you know what I'm saying? But just curious. I, when I hear comments, man, I always go to the source, right? And so the source is the politician. You're asking me, am I surprised that a politician is being a politician? Come on. Not, a, not at all. It, it, a politician's job is to do politician shit. Yeah, the politics. Is to say what they got to say to get into office. And when they get into office, they're going to go the roundabout way. That's yeah. politics. And, and the most blackish way I can say it that I've been I've been 
taught and I've seen with my own eyes, with my own knowledge, that yeah. that's politics. They I mean, they gonna they gonna say what they gotta say to get you on their side, and then once they in office, they're gonna go about their business the way they was gonna go about their business. Pimping and pandering. That's what it is. So am I surprised? No. Am I I'm gonna be out, outrageous about it? No. Is there racism in this country? You got damn right. I mean, that's what they hold run campaign thing was about getting the people on their side because racism is going crazy but they hopped on the bandwagon just like a bunch of patriots fans and yeah. then and then then they gonna hop off you know what i'm saying and then they gonna run their cabinet the way that they want to run their cabinet am i disappointed in them of course i'm disappointed in them but i never believed their words in the first place to be honest with you i agree and even though they 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 got my vote i'm sure they got your vote they they got a bunch of our votes but it's it's always it's always the same thing, and, and I think George Bush said it one time. You fool me once, same old same old you. Fool me you twice, fool. can't fool me again. <laughs> and, and this is George Bush saying this. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's just a losing battle, and for them to say that with a straight face is crazy. But they're gonna have to look some people in the eye another day in themselves in the eye and they're gonna have to answer to somebody so I I, I truly feel like um yeah you can't get mad about politics because politics is exactly what they are politics and anybody uh anybody on any level street level work level whatever you know what politics is bro it's about saying what needs to be said doing what needs to be done to keep the peace for the most part you know what I'm saying it ain't necessarily about what's right or wrong it's just about what's keeping the peace because Politics would let the money keep flowing. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what that's really doing. Politics is really just get the money flowing. Because if you start having pandemonium and people really popping off, now shit, we're gonna come come together on something to to squash this. So that's how politics really is. But I I will say I'm I'm never upset with people when they show you who they are because they showed you never. who they were from the get go, bro. They showed you when, exactly. Yeah, when Q, when Q went to holler at them and they want to talk about doing something, you do then what time it was. But like people was still defending it because. The media had already painted the picture; they were a better fit than what we were already dealing with. And shit, you don't know. We don't know what we don't know what's gonna happen in the next three and a half plus years, bro. So, I, I, to me personally, it is what it is, man. I just I think it was a poor poor taste what she did. I rather you no comment that than said something because you you put your foot in your mouth more saying something you would have not oh. said it at all. But I'll take it a step further because I know you. I know you. You love when I talk the politics shit with you because I usually don't do this, but I'll take it a step further. You cannot bullshit a bullshit. I know when somebody lying to me because I, I I didn't lie too much in my life. I, I, I didn't lie so much I don't even like lying no more. So that's when, I, when I hear... Yeah, yeah you feel no me? no lie, bro. Yeah, shit. so I don't even like lying no more. So when I hear some fuck shit, I just be like, nah, all right, fool. Like, you got it. I just be like, all right, you know what? You got it. I'm, go- I'm just going to remove myself. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you, you we didn't been in lying situations. We didn't lie together. So who... Who, who, who we look like fools listen to somebody lie to us and we know it's a lie we're gonna be like you really want me to believe you it just, it just can't work like that it can't you know what I'm it, it just can't so like you just cannot bullshit a bullshitter you you can't hoe a hoe you can't play a player it's it just all in the same it's in the same sentence man it's in hey, the same light you just can't totally do agree. that shit. i totally agree bro i i feel like man at this point like them folk told you what it was before they came to office and you folks just believed it because you were so mad at the dude that was already there. But in re- in all reality, like the dude that was already there may not have been as bad as you thought he was, but he uh, wasn't. He, he, but he was a fuck nigga too, though. He was, but 
like we like we said before on this show, you got to take the lesser of the two evils. And we took the lesser of the two evils. Now that you just seeing their evil, don't start to flip shit. Know what I'm saying? You knew they were still evil. They yeah. were just the lesser of it. But this, if, if anything else, this should strive you to, to build your own, build our own, and come together to to, to change the, the outlook. You, the money control this shit. I'm gonna leave it at that. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna uh ain't gonna get into all that too much. But money control all this shit, man. And when you control the money, you could you could dictate the rules too in America, bro. Like I don't care who is who, bro. If Obama come in the room and then uh the Amazon dude walk in the same room, if Amazon dude be like, hey, I need him up out of here because I want to be in here. Shit, his money talk, bro. He got more money than the president. Who who you gonna take? You gonna take his money, or you gonna be like, well, shit. I mean, it's the government. Shit, they, they know what time it is, bro. Money, money is. We live in a capitalistic society, brother. So just take that for what it's worth, and don't like make Amen. the best out of this. Make the best out of this situation here, and don't get too caught up in your feelings over it. Cause shit, they gonna keep doing them regardless, bro. Like right. they gonna right. keep doing them regardless. You know what I'm saying? I just hey, it's just a tough, it's just a tough cookie to swallow, man. And that's how the cookie crumbles, and that shit tough to swallow, man. But that's that's just what it is. Is this what it is? It's unfair, but that's that's just what we living in, man. It's unfair as fuck. Hey man, what's um since we we getting to the the uh the near end of the show, um who gave they three songs first last time? Was it me or was it you? I gave last time. You gave them first. Yeah. All right, let me give you my three songs. And I'm look, working right now to get the thing public. I keep pressing the button and it's not working, but I'm going to figure that shit out before the end of the day or before <laughs> before tomorrow hit, for real, because I put show and uh, share it to everybody. I'm going to keep sharing it because I know if I share it, y'all can all view the playlist immediately. So if mm-hmm. I just keep updating it and keep sharing it, that's the way I can do it as well. And then y'all can just add it to y'all's playlist as well. But my first, my three songs, well, we're also going to add Once an Addict by J. Cole. That's just for the um, for the whole thing. Yeah, for the, yeah. Uh, my three songs is from YSL. It's Thug featuring, it's Thug and Gunna featuring Drake. A song called Solid. Oh, that's solid. Tough. That's a tough one there. That's a tough one and there, baby. Chunking the engine. I'm on a mission. Y'all, y'all. So that's one of my damn. songs. That uh, was supposed to be Drake's song. Just FYI. That was supposed to be Drake's song. I, I, that boy don't miss to me, man. Yeah, Gunna, Gunna came out and said they'll probably be Drake's on Drake's album. They, they, they Drake let him have that one pretty much. I'm so happy to see Gunna come from out the shadows, man. He's been hiding for a little minute, but I'm glad he, he came has been. out, man. Yeah, he's been hiding, but some people need that little time off instead of putting out all that bullshit. Yeah. But, uh, my second song is Future, Lie to Me. I had to take it back with y'all one time, man. A lot of me. So I, I know you I know you fuck with it. And then it's to put on some uh on some G shit one time. Uh push a T featuring Hove. I was um, just there with my nephew. I was just there with a nephew, bro. Drug dealers anonymous. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? If you haven't heard drug dealers anonymous, I don't know what you, where you've been living, what you've been listening to, but you need to listen to this. I'm gonna put it on the playlist and it's gonna go with the vibe that we got going, man. What's your three songs, bro? All right, so my three songs, they're gonna man, I'm I'm about to hit you with some of your type shit, bro. I'm about to be all over the place. Man, don't you're right, you gonna make me go crazy next week. Hey, so my first song is one because you talking about Kanye earlier. It's, it's, this one features Kanye and it speaks some real shit. Kanye be talking this shit like always. It's uh two chains uh, off his new album. It's called Fill Away. Two chains, Brent Fires, mm-hmm. and, and Kanye. That's a tough one, there, my boy. There it is. Hey, I love so, Brent. Love hey, Brent. So, I, so you know Brent was in town last last night, right? I didn't know that. Yes, they had him at uh they went to camp and they went to uh what's it called my nigga Jacob Stevenson uh had him out here with a uh, candlestick. Candlestick, you know, candlestick re- uh 
like officially was the one that screwed and chopped fuck the world. So like, yeah, yeah he came out here to like do do like a promo and shit for that shit. Oh, Brem was out here living last night. He he had him out too. He had him out. No count. No, Brent's uh, a vibe. Brent's a vibe, bro. Brent's oh, he gonna be back. Don't worry about it. He gonna be back. Oh, yeah, he gonna be back. Because you know he loved the city. He was out all night. They ain't going. I think they shut it down like at 6 in the morning. So you know he loved the city. That's he in love like, the city now. He that's, in love. That's, that's how like me two, two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think so I'm not Hey, look. So my second song. So my second song. And that's your club off 45. Go hell, man. That's all I'm gonna say. But go ahead. Which one? It's BYOB. Ooh, that's a few of them too. Which one? It's that that big black motherfucker. The big black, the new one that Travis was at. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, it was say less. We'll say less. We'll say half less. O, half old bottles. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. What you say? No, no, but look, second song is gonna be an oldie, but a goodie, bro. This song is off one of the greatest albums all time any genre you can put it up against rap whatever this is probably one of the greatest albums of all time it's all mike jackson's thriller album the name of the song is baby be mine it's a classic bro i love Ooh. it uh, yeah 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 i went out there on you now i've been talking about mike jackson lately bro i just i fuck with mike, mike look, look look at you guys sold this time around <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, hey, my last song is off a new album, too. We show love to the city, you feel me? So my last song, I'm always going to pick a nigga. I'm always going to have one song from somebody from Houston out of my three, because I, I love my city. I love Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mac, you have a Lil Wayne in there, you know what I'm saying? You ain't bring no Lil Wayne in there. I, I took it off. I had Neck of the Woods, but I took it off. Ooh, I took it off. That was a good one. That was a good one. I'm going to add it anyway. I had Birdman, Neck of the Woods, featuring Lil Yeah. I had Of course, you know me. Yeah, we gotta we gotta have a little bit of our hometown flavor so the people can get the vibe. You feel me? So my, my um my uh my third song is Slim Thug off the new uh Sugar Daddy Slim joint. He got a new Sugar Daddy Slim album he just dropped. Uh, so you know it's all good vibes. And uh he made a song with my dog EXO. EXO is uh my dog. I've been on EXO since shit. EXO was like in high school, young boy, young boy. He's come hoop with us. He still hoop with us. Good dude, man. Solid dude. He he, he signed to uh the Rap Lot West movement. And uh, he doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? But they got a song together. It's called No Pressure. Slim Thug featuring DJ XO. Man, it's out that new Sugar Daddy Slim. Go check it out, man. Go check out that new Mike D and Zero, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, go check out all that, that good music, man. Hey, Mac, I know you got some N.O. partners you can put us on. Hey, put on Miles, you know what I'm saying? We're I got some. Miles, I got some. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to add the song by Slim Thug and Jazzy Faye. What's that song called, baby? I love all my bitches. <laughs> 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 hey, but it's spelled I lambs. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a I lamb. I love all my bitches. You know what I'm saying? I love all my bitches. If y'all I look, love all my bitches. Look, look, y'all judging us right now, but once y'all hear the song, y'all gonna be like, oh, this a vibe. Yo. Oh, vibe. Yo, uh, but your old your old lady might be mad at just Oh like, yeah, my old lady hate the song too. <laughs> but listen, don't hey when you ride through the city before you pick up your lady. On the way to pick up your lady if she don't live with you, play that jam. All right. <laughs> but that's all we got today, man. That's all we got for this week. We're yeah, gonna man. see what happens, man. Um, for the um from here until next Friday. And um it's hey be- man, we 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 hope y'all tuning in to the what's called Mac ready to cut us off. So make sure you tune in to the YouTube, make sure you checking out the uh podcast or all the, the, the sites that it's on and streaming on this nigga childish. Oh my business. Uh, he over the gym. Oh, I, I love uh, all my business. Uh, 
Hey, make sure you're liking and subscribing to our YouTube page, please, man. We're trying to grow it. We're trying to grow a brand. The more that y'all support, the more that we can do, the more that we can get going. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get it going so we can really get it going because we really just been playing with it, but we really about to play with it. This nigga child is that. It's old Capify, Sci-Fi, uh, I, I, <laughs> Shimmy Roll. I'm, I'm trying to find a word to the song in my head. Like, hey, what the fuck? Name? I'm on B O O S I E D A D A Z Z. That's me. Can you imagine that at once upon a time, boys was wearing capris to the club? Bro, y'all niggas is tripping. And hey, I told G, we used to wear velour, uh, velour uh, jumpsuits. Yeah, hot as shit in the summer. Sweating, ball sweating. Hey, a big old drips of sweat just. <laughs> but no, man. Hey, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all like and subscribe and, and following everything we got going on. We gonna get even more active. We are gonna start posting even more stuff, man. Y'all keep keep it Absolutely. tuned. Absolutely. Gonna start getting more guests on here. All that good stuff. We just been trying to figure it out so we can get it going, baby. It is. So, hey, with that said, Mac, you take us out like always, baby. Hey, if it's no justice. It's no peace. And like that, we gone.